waiting for, I can multitask. I don't know about you. I don't know. I man. don't You've know been fumbling about intros I, every time I, you try and do I, two things at once. I don't know about that, Justin. I love you, but multitasking, eh. I don't know how much stock I put in someone who only has one working arm and another one who's black. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I actually, well, guess what? He don't have. He don't. <laughs> I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 157 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on his damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And you know what? You can catch me and my hilarious tweets on the Twitters. Follow me, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. I don't really use Instagram like that unless I'm posting uh, a Jets meme. Uh, TikTok, I'm not there. I'm only there to watch the etchy shit. And to my right, a man that needs some introduction. The guy needs God himself, Dijon Mustard. Mr. One Arm himself, John Mutu. You can call me Oxyco John. Um, <laughs> we out here. In the sling, doing the best to not be drugged up on the pod. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Offended Narwhal or on uh, TikTok and um, Instagram at Move2Fit. Perk of sets, Molly Perk of sets? Yes. Ooh, very nice, very nice. And to my far right, a man that needs no introduction. He walks with a cane not because he has to, but because he needs to. The deacon of demon time himself, Mr. Worldwide West. Because everywhere I go, I leave a worldwide mess. And listen, if y'all want to follow me, yo, y'all find me uh, Worldwide West underscore 11 on Instagram. Takeaway 11. You got me on Twitter. What's up, y'all? Back in studio. Back here. John back with his bionic arm. Yes, sir. We if here. If only it was bionic. Yeah. You said what? If only it was bionic. Well, you know, it's okay. One day. Yeah. John had surgery, guys, but he's but he's here. He's, he, y'all can see him in the sling. Yeah. <laughs> Doctors said they'd never seen any, any, an injury like that. Honestly, they said he's lucky to be alive. So yeah, we're just we're just grateful. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that my prayers to Guyanese God. Said, how many, I don't through. know how many grades of slap tears there are, but you got the highest. <laughs> oh my God. Nigga said you got Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. And to my far right. So far right, he is in the other room. I hate that you don't just say so far right, he's left, because he's literally to your left now. It's just a missed opportunity every week. I just feel like Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? Missed opportunity every week. You can introduce you can introduce Matt then. No, go ahead. All right. <clears throat> now I'm taking a nap. And so far right he's now left from the great beyond, the big gabagool with Halloween coming up. The Saratobi sound man himself, Mr. Matt Barba. Emphasis on the big Catch me on the gram at Regrown Recordings. You literally missed one of his nicknames, Greg Posovich. Like you, you like well, you, you fuck it's, up it's, saying it's, Gabagool it's, it's, every it's, week. It's so. crazy. No, it's just my accent. But come on. Oh my god. I give everybody I, thing, the sexual I give everybody oh my god. a nickname. And I give and I say everybody's nickname every single week. 
and you have done a disservice. Oh, a disservice to Matt. You're not disrespecting me. You see the thing that's like New Yorkers don't have an accent. This is how you're supposed to talk. I agree. I agree. I, did you also see the thing about how they said um, Southern accents are the closest thing to English accents? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they said that's like, but it kind of makes sense though, but I, I don't know. So I saw on Facebook, I was like, I got to stop talking to people in their accent. And that shit had me weak. Nah. So <laughs> when I worked in Nespresso, this dude used to do that shit. Mm. Well, he was just the worst. But he dad used to, like, a British person would come up and he would respond in a British accent. And it's like, that's not flattery, dog. That's mad disrespectful. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not the goods at all. Why would anybody think that that's thorough? Speaking of disrespectful, Hal Steinbrenner is being disrespectful by making sure that we will continue to have Aaron Boone as the Yankees manager after a disappointing fucking postseason exit once again. Um, yeah, I got, I got a lot. I got a lot to say here. Um, I'm a, I, I'll, I'll let you, you, you. I'll let y'all two speak first because I'm okay. curious. Um, um, I mean, I'm not surprised you lost to the Astros. Uh, it's another year that we didn't hit, but for us to get a complete season sweep like regular and postseason by one team, it's absolutely embarrassing. Um, obviously injuries played a role, but at the end of the day, like people need to produce. Love Aaron Judge, but come on. Like, this is another one, and you could look up his entire postseason numbers, and they were like, he hasn't really done shit since 2020. And even before then, I mean, what, his rookie year? And then it was just flakes, flakes, flakes over and over again. Um, obviously, we needed more from our big backs. John Carlo had a couple RBIs. We could always ask for more of him. But, like, you're an MVP candidate. You got to do more. Um, the lineup stuff, ridiculous. And I understand that's not all on Aaron Boone. But, like, if you're going to have this energy for IKF of him being in and out, depending on how it is, that needed to be the same energy for bum-ass Josh Donaldson, who I believe it was at game two. We had multiple opportunities with people on base that he was just fumbling the back. Um, another year of disappointment, uh, missed opportunity, and, like, frustration of just questioning a lot of decisions by management. Um, it, it, it's rough, man. Like, we're going to sit here and... Like whether we question Cashman or whatever, and we're like, oh, like some of these moves are great. Like, yeah, the, the Carpenter moves look great for a period of time. Like, the Bader move looked great. Shout out to Harrison Bader for proving me wrong and not being a blonde Tim Lacasho. Did what he needed to, but no one could have expected that. And on top of that, that was that was her best hitter. Like, it it was, I don't know, man. It, it was a, a comedy of errors, but nothing was funny. Like, I'm I'm just tired of this shit. Like, funny. I'm so tired of it. I'm tired of the Aaron Boom bum ass. I'm tired of him being Doc Rivers. And then you got Hal Steinbrenner doubling down, talking about, I, I like what he's doing. He's managing the team well. Like, I, I think Doc Rivers is actually in the hot seat the way the season's starting right now. So, I don't know. It, it, shit. Get Steve Cohen by the Yankees, too. And that way, you know, if anyone else gets the Yankees, then one, we'll finally be able to have beards. We'll finally have alternate uniforms. And maybe people actually want to come here instead. And maybe we'll actually win some damn playoff games. Because this shit's an embarrassment. Very, very insightful, very insightful. Um, yeah, uh, it's uh, not what you want, Jan. Very disappointing. Uh, I think we all kind of knew going in that it's going to be a very difficult task to beat the Astros, especially the way this team is constructed. Uh, I was having this conversation with my cousin in the car on the way over here, and it's like, yo, Yankees had arguably one of the worst benches of any of the postseason teams. Like, there was nobody you could look at and say, like, okay, yeah, I trust you in a big spot. Your best hitter was a guy that hadn't seen live pitching basically in two months and was rushing back from basically having only one foot. So, you know, it's, it's, it's again, it's not what you want. Pitching actually showed up. Cole, mm -hmm. you know, silenced the critics. He pitched fantastic, mm -hmm. I thought, you know, all things considered, uh, throughout the postseason. 
Um, Nestor Cortez gave it his best, uh, you know. Whatever. Tyone pitched pretty well. Tyone pitched pretty well, you know, and I don't even fault him for the the the, the Cleveland game because, like, mm-hmm. yo, like, you bring in a starting pitcher late in a game, in the middle of a game, bad things happen. I mean, I don't know why Boone didn't even see from the day before when the Mariners brought in uh, Robbie Ray. Rob, Robbie Ray, you know, to pitch the ninth. Like, it, it, pitchers, baseball players are creatures of habit, especially pitchers. Um, and that leads me to my next point about like with Boone is. I, I, I give him a little bit of slack only in this regard, right? With the whole lineups like type of thing. Um, he's a former baseball player. And like I said, baseball players are creatures of habit. So as a former baseball player, why would he in his right mind change up lineups as often as he does, right? He, if anybody, would know what it's like to be taken out of your routine hmm. if you're batting in a lineup. That's why I always think, that's why I've been saying like, yo, how much of these things are on Boone's fault and how much is it on the front office and the analytics department because remember they brought Boone in why because he could relate to players that's the one thing Girardi couldn't do because they didn't oh we, you got to babysit Gary Sanchez you got to babysit all these these player egos and that's what Boone was able to do but I think the caveat of the trade-off is Boone just is a slave to whatever the front office and Cashman and the analytics team want so I honestly don't know where you go as the Yankees like in terms of managerial purposes because if you're going to keep the same front office and Cashman, Cashman's going to want somebody that does things his way. So how many managers can you really, that are out there that are going to want to do it his way? And and by the way, look, not for nothing, Boone's won 100 games every single year. I mean, I count this year too. 9,900, it is what it is, right? How many other, it's hard to do that. We've just been, we've just been so used to 100 wins um, that we forget that, yo, it's kind of hard to win 100 games in a 162 game season. Um, how many other managers are really doing that? And then you look across town, right? You say, oh, uh, Buck Showalter is a much, much better manager than, than Aaron Boone. Well, Buck Showalter's team only won one more game this regular season. Buck Showalter's team also got swept in the wild card round. Buck Showalter's team also gave up a 10 and a half game lead. Now, yes, I was also on here two weeks ago saying like, yo, it was just, it's more so credit to the Braves because they just played phenomenal. But at the same time, Mets still had an opportunity down the stretch of the season to secure the the division title they didn't do that he also got swept while having two of the best pitchers in major league baseball one of which gave up seven runs in a in a game one at home at home all three games actually they didn't get they didn't get swept i'm sorry they lost two to one but all three games happened at city field so i say all this to say yes we all have our gripes with boone rightfully deserved especially for how he handles his bullpen at the same time unless you're telling me logical people to bring in and bruce bochi's now off the table people that can that merge the analytics and the old school mentality i just don't know where you go as a yank like as a yankee fan as a yankee front office and what what is better than boone because right now your hallmark is 100 wins and alcs championship series so what manager, and mind you, he gets out outmanaged in the playoffs. Look who he gets man, outmanaged by. Dusty Baker, Hall of Fame manager. Uh, Kevin Cash, who we all regard as a top five manager in the league. So it's not like he's getting outmanaged by bums. He's getting outmanaged by elite managers. It's not his fault. He's not as good as them. Um, before, because I know, Miles, you, you said you got a lot. So um, at the end of the day, players got to play. They got to play? They got to play. Yeah, play. And I don't want to take that, and that's not slight on Boone, but like, we all have sat here in every game, question especially like I I forgot to bring it up, but like the pitching decisions, let your fucking pitchers pitch, Doug. Like, and obviously there's a 
a feel aspect to that, but clearly he doesn't have the feel because mm-hmm. you see a lot of times fucking starters getting tight. You saw throughout this series, you saw Severino sitting here like, yeah, I don't know why Clay Holmes wasn't closing the game. He was our closer. Like why certain pitchers were in at certain points. Even Lewis, um, even pulling Lewisic after like seven pitches, dude, pulling Wandy after like all eight. of that shit. The fact that they're, they, like, you hear Johnny Sousa being like, you know, you don't have to ju- only pitch people to the end of the inning. <laughs> like, this shit is, it's all of these bad decisions, which that's, I understand, like, some of the lineup stuff where these people need to play, and we get it, Josh Donaldson is a big-ass dead contract, but at what point do you stand up through, to the organization because the shit isn't working? Um, and it's clear that it's not working. There's no analytics to sit here and say Josh Donaldson played well. There's not. And if you're going to sit here and talk about IKF and having the mistakes in defense, yes, but he did more hitting this playoff series than Josh Donaldson. I'm pretty sure he had and the again, highest batting average of anybody on the on, on the team in the playoffs. And again, he had a gold glove at third base, which they never played him at. So especially when you lose someone like DJ, um, you got your young people, you want them to play, so that's fine. I don't know if they're going to sit here and be like, John Carlo gave up runs in left field, or that wasn't really an issue. Um, it, it's all of these things that a lot of it is Boone, and I understand, but at the end of the day, it's, my, it's not my job to find a replacement. I can only criticize what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's in front of me, I don't fucking like. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, and I feel like I'm valid in my, my feelings on oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, so def- absolutely. It's, it's a lot of bad decision-making. Um, Top to bottom, it's, it's This shit was so bad that Miles had to defend Aaron Boone. <laughs> um, and again, I get it. It's not always on him, but there was enough on him for me to have a good case as to why he shouldn't be here. And he's just doing the Doc River shit. You want the player thing, you want the figurehead, sure. But the shit isn't working. And where have we had the level of success? I understand we have regular season success, but for us to shit the bed consistently in the playoffs, like how can how long can you sit here and expect someone to make magic, like to make something out of nothing, right? The, the year where Brett Gardner had the most home runs ever, like that shouldn't have happened. Right, I don't know how much credit we're gonna give, but how can how can it be the the players got to play when the team does well? Um, I mean, not when the team does well, but only when it does bad. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, it, it it's just it's annoying, and it's like something has got to change. I don't really see the roster doing a ton of changing, just the way we're set up. Um, one of the changes is we might be losing Aaron Judge, um, but at the same time, the, there's always the case again. Where Brian Cash is to sit here and be like, he deserves all the money in the world, but he's going to want a long-ass deal, and this man has consistently not produced for us in the playoffs. So Cashman, as we know, is shrewd, so that's something he can bring to the table. And if you're Aaron Judge, uh, who says you don't take the money and run? But let's, like, please give us all your thoughts. Do we need us to drop the ether beat? (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot to say. Um, the first of which Aaron Judge is resigning. Not worried about it. Like that's that that's first and foremost. I, I'll entertain arguments on it. It is what it is. I feel like how I feel. He's gonna resign. I'm very confident. In that. What's the longest contract you would sign him for? I sign him for however long he want. He deserves it. He earned it. We owe that nigga bread. We owe that nigga bread, and we owe that nigga time. He's what gonna be the next Yankee captain. I have no issue with bread. Yeah, time. It is what it, it it is what it is at this point. It is eight year old root. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is it, it is what it is. Like both of them price harping. It listen. <laughs> like generational people in baseball only come around every so often. And people that even are supposed to live up to expectations don't even live up to expectations. Agreed. What was the last player that was drafted that really lived up to everything that we thought that they were gonna be? The answer is Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. You know what I'm saying? And Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, they really showed showed their ass. Like, Bryce Harper really showing his ass now. The whole league was thinking that he's overrated. Imagine not trading Joseph Sheffield for Manny Um, Machado. Anyhow, um, I got 
a lot to say. Mm. The first thing that I told y'all in the beginning of the season is that I felt like our pitching was going to be our strong suit this is this season, and it and it turns out that that was that was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I and this is going to be the worst hill to ever die on, but Cashman got, has to go. Cashman oh. has to go, and it's not because I have anything against Cashman personally. It's more or less that how much longer are we good? Are we are we as fans going to go through this shit? Because Boone is not going to get fired under the Cashman regime. Why? Because Cashman is the one that's making all the decisions. He was the one that brought brought Josh Dallas in here. Granted, he's made a lot of other decisions. Jose Trevino is going to win a gold glove at catcher, and nobody thought that he was going to. And he brought him here, mm-hmm. and he did exactly what he had to do. We upgraded that defense in the catcher position, and, you know, we that, that was it. But we also downgraded at third base. We downgraded that shortstop. We waited way too long into the season to make the decision. Hey, let's bring some of our young guys up, and let's let let let's you know figure figure that whole thing out. You know what I'm saying? They made the trade for Rizzo, but you also made the trade for Joey Gallo. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm trying to be as fair as fair as possible. You know, Cashman has done mostly good for the organization throughout his first his his the first half of his tenure. I saw a stat. That basically said, the, since 2014, we're seven and zero against the Twins in the playoffs, and we have a winning percentage of below 500 against every other opponent that we have faced. It's, it's, it's despicable at this point. Like, what? Like, what are we doing trading for these old ass players? I told y'all when Donaldson got traded, I was not fucking with it. Maga Donaldson. You know what I'm saying? I was, I, and I, I wasn't fucking What's with it at all. Gio Urshela for that bum. Exactly. And Gio Urshela had a better season had a than better him. season. Mm-hmm. Granted, I get it. I, I, I get it because it, it was it was to get rid of the Gary contract that we had to make that move because and then we, we had to got take another bad contract. And then we had to take another bad contract. So. Really, what I'm what I'm trying to say is that the reason why Cashman has to go is because that's the only way that these things are going to get changed. I told you, I told you guys, pitching was gonna was gonna be our strong suit. Say what you want about Garrett Cole, he showed his ass this offseason. He did everything mm-hmm. that he could do. Nestor got hurt in the final game, but he was showing his ass this offseason. Sevy pitched great. Our bullpen, you know, a little decimated by injuries, but we'll be back. Our bullpen has been our strong suit the past four or five shit for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Cashman has to go because that's the only way that these things will change. I told you guys, pitching is not the reason why we've been losing these playoff games. That has been consistent. You have said that. You Six think runs. Cashman just timed out. I'll get to. Okay. I, I'll, I'll get to it. Six runs, five runs, four runs, three runs. That was every game that the Astros that the Astros scored. Us, five runs, zero runs, three runs. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Five runs, zero runs, two runs, two runs. That's not winning baseball. It's not. We can't. We, the, the organization cannot continue. Can, cannot continue this. We hit 185 in the series in the championship league series. Fine. Say what you want. Verlander game one. Okay, cool. I didn't think we were gonna win that game anyway. There was a lot. There was a lot going on. To be honest, I'm glad. I, I think the best thing that that we did was punt that game away. Anybody Yankee fan can disagree with me, but we weren't winning that game. We weren't winning that game. But the next two, the next two games were very winnable games. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? Severino, he only gave up that three-run home run to Alex Bregman in the in the in the second game. And but 
we we got we gotta help our pitching staff. We gotta score more than three runs, regardless. We we're gotta trying to win we, a World we, Series. We're trying to win a World Series with the New York Yankees. God damn it! You know what I'm saying? Say what you want. Oh, whatever. They took the fence off. It's fucking excuses. And I'm tired of fans also making fucking excuses for all, for all of the shit that's going on, too, because, you know, y'all not holding people accountable. Say what you want about Boone changing, changing the lineup and doing what you got to do. That nigga had to do something. He had to make some form of adjustments. Keeping shit consistent was not working. It wasn't. And it hasn't been working. And, and, and it has not been working all season. He was changing the lineup all season. That's what he's been doing the past three, four years. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day... We can't go into a series averaging less than three runs a game expecting to win. We got shut out in a, in a, in a game at home. We got shut out in a game at home. What? Embarrassing. And that's, I, I'm not, I'm not, sorry, I don't see. You got the sling. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that that, that that in particular is Boone's fault, but we can't hold Boone accountable for that. You know what I'm saying? We hit 185 as a team in a, in a four-game series. In four games, we hit 185. It's not winning. It's it's not winning. It's not winning baseball. So, what was I've, that game? Uh, sorry to cut you off, but what was the game? Was it game two or game one that they struck out seventeen times? Game one. Yeah. Was it game one? Yeah, it was game one. But they also oh, had double digit like, strikes. Both Donaldson and Carpenter struck out four times each in game two. So right. I was say they they had double digit yeah. strikeouts in both games though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Had to. And I get it with Matt Carpenter. That's another thing. Thank you for bringing that up. Actually, that's another thing that that bothered me. All right, I get it. You know what, Matt Carpenter, like you know, he did his thing for the for the for the small amount of the bats that he got this season, but our hopes should not be riding on. We Matt can't rely on an old ass Matt Carpenter to be to to be our savior. He looked terrible this this series, and whether that was an organizational decision or a Boone decision, whoever made that decision, I'm gonna hold Boone accountable. That was a terrible decision, having Matt Carpenter in the lineup. After he struck out four times in the first game, that should have just told y'all, listen, all right, well, he don't got it. He don't got it. He wasn't even making contact. He did not have a single good at bat in the postseason. So to me, Cashman has to go. And it's not because I don't like Cashman. I love Cashman. I love everything that he's done mm-hmm. for my organization. It's all but some Joe Torre shit. He has, out, man. he has to go. Yes. So to answer your out. question, yes, he's timed out. Yeah, I and think... That, Oh, go ahead. If no, you're not done. No, no, no. Um, last thing, and you know, timing out is not a bad thing. The only way that we can make ourselves better is by changing and by 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 adjusting. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. We had dudes out. Benintendi, whatever niggas is all is all high on Benintendi. I don't, I don't even, I wasn't even relying on Benintendi. DJ, probably the most unsung hero for the Yankees the past three the the past three seasons. He was out. I get it. That's a big piece. But Judge, you got to do better. Mm-hmm. Glaber, you have to do better. You know what I'm saying, Josh Donaldson, you're a former MVP. You have to you you have to do better. You have to do better, and we're gonna have to do a lot this offseason in order to rectify what the lineup is. And I don't think that this is going to happen, but they should just let all the young guys play. Just let all the young just let all the young guys play. Fuck it, I don't care what we look like next season because right now the product that we're putting on the field is not conducive to winning a World Series. And if we gotta build to that the next five seasons. Then let's do that. I uh cashman take, it's not a bad take at all. I, I get what you're saying. Um I th- I think that it, you brought up a good point where it's like we gotta change something and like it the issue is that the Yankees are built on tradition and doing this whole shit and they don't do the whole change thing, and that's the issue, and that's why we've been stuck. And um you talk about management is also just like like when you talk about letting the young guys play, like that's what's frustrating is we have not been beaten 
in any of these playoffs by teams with big splash free agent signings. We've been consistently beaten by teams that just have a great farm system. Like, we consistently get beat by the Astros and the Rays. The Rays have the smallest fucking cap. And the Astros, there's people that they had in the system forever. Like, we just keep getting beat by motherfuckers. Like, it's, we're not getting beat by the Bryce Harpers and all that shit. Like, we're not. And it just shows that. So then what do we do? We try, we continue and try and get an aging superstar and make some magic at the end. And it never fucking works. Um, and I get it. We're the Yankees. We're supposed to do with all the, the free agent signings. Even our free agent signings have been fucking trash. Outside of Garrett Cole, our free agent signings have been terrible. Um, and even Garrett Cole hasn't fully played his contract. He did great this, this postseason, which is fantastic. But he was supposed to be your ace and wasn't even our ace this season. Um... You know, like that got to change. Also, uh, one of my coworkers brought up a good point. Um, I don't necessarily have feelings one way or another outside of the fact that I just want uh, Aaron Boone to not be our manager. But he was talking about, he was like, A-Rod should be our manager. He was like, I would love it. And I also just thought it would really, it would be really funny. Imagine Aaron Boone losing his job to A-Rod on the Yankees. But um, he was like, he obviously knows the game. He, he He's handled New York. He knows what to deal with. He's been a star thoughts not even if, if you have another idea I mean, of who it would be but like i just think would never, I, let, would I, never I, let that happen oh it wouldn't but I imagine mean, i think that manager wise and you know obviously this 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 whole thing fell through because of the 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 trash can scandal i think carlos beltron would be a great would be a great fit for the yankees mm -hmm. I, I i'm a firm believer he's familiar with the organization he's familiar with the game he's one of he's York. one of the best center fielders that's ever that's ever touched the that's ever touched the the freaking uh, uh i almost said gridiron terrible commentator um, diamond out sure i i ain't gonna i ain't gonna go too much on that but honestly i i think that would be that would be a good move but i don't really think it makes a difference who the manager is as long as cashman is, as long as cashman's in charge. a very good point you know what I'm saying? And that's why, like, I... Yes, we can say what we want about Boone. And everything you're saying is fair. And and I, and I feel like I haven't always had that energy towards you. But everything you're saying is fair. But when Boone is not the one that's pulling every string and he don't got complete control, I can't hold him completely accountable. I have to look at... I have to look at Cashman. I have to look at Cashman. Yeah, because uh, you figure, right? do you put your job at risk to make a decision that you're confident will work better? Yeah. I mean, look at the timeline of when the, la the Yankees were last in the World Series, right? Mets have been to World Series. Red Sox have won a World Series. Astros have been, been to multiple it. World Series and have won one, right? The Dodgers have won a World Series. This is all you haven't even made it, right? Mind you, all these teams. The Cubs. The Cubs. The Indians. You. Well, they were the Indians. They made the, it, but they didn't win. Yeah, but yeah but they, they made, made it. it. But these are teams that, look, they're using the analytics just like you. A lot of these teams have just about a similar payroll as you, too. So whatever you're doing is not working. I agree with Miles. Like if just switching out Boone doesn't fix the problem mm -hmm. because the problem is clearly at the top. You got to cut the head off the snake. You know, it's not it does nothing if you're just gonna chop off like the you know the, the little tail. Um, so something's got to change. Where it's the personnel that you bring in, just changing up how how you play the game, right? Like, look at the, what, what, the, what the Guardians are doing. You don't like our brand of baseball. Hey, that brand of baseball got them the division when nobody thought they would have, right? So got terrible. them to the playoffs. Got them within one game of, of, the, getting, ALCS. of the ALCS. So, look, it, it, hitting home runs is nice, and it's nice having seeing Stanton bombs and, and, and Aaron Judge bombs and things like that. But, like, yo... Scoring runs is scoring runs. I don't care if you, if it's all bunt, sin, bunt singles and that's how you get five runs in a game. 
you got to score. And that's the one thing that the Yankees are, are sorely lacking. And, you know, hopefully next season you have guys like Prazi, you have guys like Cabrera, you know, that'll be, you know, regulars in the lineup. But at the end of the day, the personnel has got to change. Like the, whoever's managing it is what it is. But look, it's, so, so, something's got to change because this is now year four under Boone. Right, yeah. you have the regular season success. It's great, but postseason wide, the team it's 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 a regular season built team. Yep. Right. It is not a postseason built team. You see this in all sports, basketball, yeah, basketball, football, baseball, hockey. You have regular season teams. You have playoff built teams. Yankees are a regular season built team. It's built to go 162 games, gets you 95 to 100 wins, and that's it. Come postseason, yeah, when you're facing everybody's best, yeah, I. Yeah, um, um, it's funny that you, like, I th- my first th- instinct after we lost that game, um, and, like, I just remember when you were talking about you got to cut the head off the snake, was, uh, it was after something that happened with the Knicks, Andrew Schultz and Flagrant 2 literally just kept talking about bring the flood and, like, destroy everything about the organization. That's literally how I feel. Like, bring the flood, tear the shit down. It's not going to happen, but, like, listen, if you can... Sign Judge to that long-ass contract and just blow the shit up and continue to build with your young people. Build on your pieces. That would be great. Because Rizzo played great. He's another year older. You want to keep him as a vet in the locker room? Sure, not an issue. But the bulk of our lineup should not be built around people like Rizzo and Josh Donaldson and Journeyman. Like, it's not it. It's not it. It's not a winning recipe. It's not going to be the fucking way. Well, I mean, I'll give Rizzo credit because Rizzo played. Hey, he's done everything we've needed him to do. Yeah. But Rizzo is that kind of player, though. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like I feel that way about most of the old dudes that you're talking about. Rizzo, I don't feel like that because you see how he gets when he's when, when, yeah. he, when he two tracks in the But he's the veteran you want to take you over the hump, not be a foundational piece. Fair enough. I agree. Like he's, he's the piece you go, this is the guy that's going to turn us from a really yep. good team to a championship team. Yep. He's not the piece that goes, without him, we're not a good team. Yeah, no, you're right. And also, and in in talk about that, is that like, that you the same the same the very same can be said about Josh Donaldson. Like we made that trade, and you know obviously we pick up the contract. Niggas is spending oh former MVP this former MVP that bro he sucked this year he sucked he sucked last year too he sucked last year as well. So what do we what do, what they are thought we they doing? were gonna have the same magic they got with DJ LeMahieu, and on top of that DJ LeMahieu may never be the same baseball player again. Yeah. So I don't know Which what's is, gonna happen there. Yeah. We have all this money tied up in people like Aaron Hicks, and Josh Donaldson. And people not playing, and I it's crazy. Obviously, like the pitching stuff, I'm not really worried about. We've shown success with that. Like our starting pitching did pretty well, um, and our bullpen it just needs to get healthy. But like it, it's the other stuff. And I love that you brought up Cleveland because like I remember watching the game with my parents, and my dad goes, "If only we had a couple guys like Cleveland does on our team." Hmm. And it's the same shit every year. It's not, the same shit every year. Of being know, like, you know, we could get some people who could just get base hits. Like, John, it's actually crazy because it's like your parents, like they dead watch a lot of sports, so they dead ass like be making like some of like the craziest, like not I won't say obvious points, mm-hmm. but like, like y'all are right, mm-hmm. like y'all, like y'all, like your Wild parents concept. Like, they're just getting people who get on base, <laughs> who run hard and get on base. <laughs> huh, crazy. To put a bow in it, um, I think this was probably of all the Yankee seasons that I've watched, this is probably like one of the more frustrating ones. Yeah, we, grand scheme of things, like you know, my team did make it to the ALCS. Fine, okay, but we did it this year, did it in 2019, did it in 2017. It's like when you're so close and you just 
uh, it, it just seems every year since 2017, we've just been farther and farther and farther away from a championship. Always a bridesmaid. Yeah. And like keep losing the same. And and, and and a lot of Yankees fans not gonna like what I what I'm about to say. But shout out the Astros. Real shit. One, shout out Dusty Baker. Facts. The oldest, the oldest manager, and obviously now the oldest black manager to um to manage a World Series. One, shout out Jeremy Pena, one of the best young guys in the game that came to Yankee Stadium and showed his fucking ass in front of in front of everybody. And you know what? Like Yankee fans, we don't got the right to say fuck Altuve no more. Altuve didn't do shit this That's series. Insane. We lost and he Altuve didn't was over do 25. A thing. Altuve had one hit the whole se- maybe two hits Bro, the whole series. He set the record for longest hitless streak in a postseason ever. Yep. And, and we, we got lost. and we got killed by everybody else. The foundation by Maldonado. By, by by Martin Maldonado, by um uh whatever his first Chaz McCormick. You know what I'm saying? Jeremy Payne, he's a rookie, but he's a good, he's a dance for a good, good rookie. Jordan Alvarez, you know. All these people that came up through the Astros system. It's almost like investing in your harm. Like, it's almost like work sometimes. And I get it. You you got to pay dudes. You got to pay dudes. You got to do what you got. You you got to do what you got to do, and that's okay. You I'm know what I'm saying? Dude, the Astros are doing this shit after letting... Springer go after letting, letting Correa, Correa go. Walk. That's what like, I'm saying. Dude, you like, have what are to, you doing, you bro? Have when to, do we sit here and you, look at the organization? You have to give the organization credit that right now, and you can make the argument the past shit, the past ten years, the Houston Astros are a better run organization than the New York Yankees. Yeah, and, 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 and that's is, it, and, and that's the reality of it. That's the <laughs> tough and hard reality of it. I said this to my dad too, where it was like, honestly, outside of the guys who were on the 2017 team. I like the Astros team. I like Alvarez. I like Pena. I how could you I like not? Dusty Baker. How could you not? How could you like not? The how, pitching. How could you not? Like, I like the Astros team outside of the people who were on the team when they fucking cheated. I'm still rooting for the Phillies in the World Series. Yes, shout out, Shout out Bryce. Real second shit. Second home. Second you home. You know what I'm saying? But, yes. Actually, yeah. Low key, it is. I can't yeah. the second home. So but, I always hope Philly teams do well unless they play on my team. Right. Exactly. So, you know, that's, that, that's it. And, you know, you won't hear baseball from us until, you know, Aaron Judge either resigns, which he will, or he doesn't. I just really hope that like we're one long losing streak away from Boone getting fired, but that's a pipe dream because it's not gonna happen. All right, let's talk about some other stuff. Um Well, basketball is kind of in full swing as we sit here, and the reason JT is so quiet is because he's watching the Nets game. Um What do you mean quiet? I was letting you guys the, talk. Uh, this is crazy. One of the bigger headlines is um Ben Simmons almost has as many fouls as points. Um how do you feel? Uh, it's three games. I understand um, that it is very early, it's, in the but it is, but it is very frustrating that he has not been aggressive. I'm not gonna like kill him, kill him. Like I, it, like I said, it's frustrating that he's not aggressive. If he's still doing this type of timid stuff, you know, next month, then it's like, yo, all right, mm-hmm. like it, this is this is pretty much it's gonna be a waste. Like it only works on offense if he's aggressive, uh, and moving the ball, working in the you know the short roll, useless in the like half court. So. But also for someone who's supposed to be a great defender to get that many fouls, that's that's not a good sign. I will um, say a lot of there, at least in the Memphis game, there were like two ticky tack ones. The one he fouled out on was not a foul. I mean, like that. There's no way you can literally call that a foul because he didn't do anything. Um, 
I'm watching. We're watching the game right now. He's been called on like two fouls that have been bullcrap. But I mean, Giannis just gets that whistle all the time. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just it's it's just it's funny. It's a funny anecdote that he's got basically yeah. almost as many fouls as points. Um, at least he's playing. At least he is playing. And like I said, I told people this when the trade went down. I was like, "Yo, Ben Simmons slander will continue, and I'll stand on it all." Until he proves otherwise. Right now, he hasn't proved otherwise. So he's it is... not maggots till proven out there. He's exactly. ass till proven otherwise. Exactly. So when that time comes, and hopefully it does, you know, by November, December, and he's playing at, you know, even like seventy five percent of what he was at in in Philly, I'll be like, all right, I was wrong. But until then, it, it it is what it is, you know. But I don't take I don't put any stock into any games, especially in o- October games mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Like there, it's basically extended preseason games. Don't really start to mean anything to me until we get past like you know game 10 15 where you actually have a sample size yeah um i mean outside of that i feel like some of just the other things are um a lot of good teams are not playing well right now Mm -hmm. um like i i loosely say good about the sixers we'll see how good they are but teams like the heat and other teams like that uh, got off the slow starts um again early season doesn't really mean much then you got teams like the the trailblazers who started off really hot a shout out to my guy dame uh love to see it but again it's one of those of how long can we keep this is this the dame revenge tour i'm not mad at it um even like the suns not really playing well but i i don't really believe in the suns um anyway but i, I don't know how book has been having a good showing though i give him that yeah you know, can, I don't, you know doing his thing he's been passing a lot more and doing all uh chris paul he been unfortunately he's been hitting a lot of threes rough. So, yeah i mean uh chris paul like the, the another year older showing <laughs> the whole yeah um, he's old but man. yeah i mean losing the blazes like that um dame fucking son and ayton in that game also ayton doesn't want to be there uh there's a lot of things going on the, the lakers not again i'm not gonna say they're a good team but um talented and then you got all these people just getting hurt again like anthony davis can't stay healthy um pelicans who look to be really good um they went healthy but you know, their injury rose and stuff like that um there's there's a lot of things going on that uh it, it's just a parody of the early season NBA. it's nothing that i'm putting too much stock into but it is fun to watch uh fun to comment on and stuff like that um you got anything on early nba things i mean listen it's i the nba season for me don't really start until next year so i'm just gonna be tuned into football doing what i gotta do of course you know i'm gonna I'm watch my team and shit but it's all it's it's all early because you know mm-hmm. niggas is resting niggas is on minutes restrictions you know shout out to curry he had 33 opening night on like 30 on like fucking 30 minutes like this nigga is still like unbelievable at like 35 years old um mm-hmm. you know i think the one thing that i will say is as a i, I i'll say i will say that y'all are definitely more nba fans than i am um but for y'all that are listening that are NBA fans, really appreciate the players that's playing now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, really appreciate the guys like Chris Paul, the guys like LeBron, you know, that are the, the guys like KD that are still out there on the floor now because the future of the league is coming fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The fu- it like after this season, I don't know what the I don't know what the NBA is really is is really gonna look like. You know, everybody's getting older. The mm-hmm. Lakers, the Lakers are gonna be terrible this year. So <laughs> How long is LeBron on the next entry for, dog? I don't know, but that nigga can do whatever he want, whenever he want, kind of situation. Um, but these, but these next guys are here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Paolo Banchero, that nigga, that nigga is here. Jaden Ivey, that nigga is tough. Uh, when Wembenaya gets here next year, he's gonna be tough. Scooter Henderson, when he gets though. to the league next year, he's gonna be crazy. You know, like these next guys are coming, are coming now. Um, 
one thing I will say, like just specific to this season though, um, the Cavs are gonna be really fucking good. I think they're gonna be good. I just, them niggas shoot. Them niggas shoot the lights out. I just the lights I out. I think at the end of the day, like the lights out. I get it. Matt, turn the lights out. <laughs> the lights out. Who's gonna be the one that really takes them over the edge? Like who's like? Cause as much as we love Spider, like Spider has not shown to be that guy. He hasn't. Yeah. And. The rest of the Cavs are relatively unproven. I do think that they're going to be super fun to watch. Very talented. They're going to be a good team. Well coached, too. Yes. But can you confidently say that they're going to be more than what the Bucks were for most of the Budenholder reign? I mean, Bud got a ring for real. Oh, Hawks. You talking no, about I mean, honestly, both. Because, that, listen, that wasn't fucking Bud's ring. Let's be honest. Well, His job was on the... He, listen, they were trying to get Rick Carla in there early. Like, but he still won. You gotta get. Oh him no, ready. absolutely. But yeah. I'm, that's why I said most of the the Budenholzer thing yeah. of just oh, okay. regular season success, and then when things come down to it, what what is who's gonna step up? What's the team gonna be? And you know what what happens? Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, the Caps are gonna be a super fun team. I think they're very talented. I think they'll be good. Um. If they can, I think they they can be what the Bulls are supposed to be last year if they can stay healthy. Yeah. Um. um I think the Pelicans are also going to be really good, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week. Right. Pelicans are really set up for success. It's just health-permitting. And I feel like that's a lot of teams. I mean, the Clippers are deep as fuck once again, but health-permitting. Like, I feel like a lot of those contenders, that's really what it comes down to. Um, outside of just we know that the Grizzlies, it's always health-permitting. But, like, those are teams that are a little bit more balanced. Um, even though they do have, like, Grizzlies, Warriors, teams that have stars, but still... Um, do well when they don't play you know except for the Warriors don't do well when Draymond doesn't play so plus minus God um yeah Jordan um, Poole is him uh that nigga's nice at basketball <laughs> like oh he man is. he is really good at basketball man like it's it's it, they they found they found Offense. another one yeah offensively yeah I mean he's it's a pretty it's a very pretty game to watch he's yeah. got he's got a dribble he can shoot shots from anywhere on the court mm-hmm. uh he's got a very nice layup package so yeah, it's good. It's, it's, the league is interesting. It's 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 going to be a fun year. I think it's the deepest the league has been in a while. Just from a you know, it's crazy. I feel like we've said that each of the past three years. Yeah, town's which just is amazing. That, town's just been getting that much better. I yeah. think people are not appreciating. Like Miles is saying, like people aren't appreciating it as much. Be, you know, and I feel like a lot of it is because social media. Like you have all these talk shows and like oh ring culture and like oh fraud alerts and things like that. But like yeah, like there's a lot of talented individuals. Like on any given night, you can see a lot of amazing things. Even from a random Pistons you know magic game mm-hmm. you know you're bound to see some, you know the next you know next batch of guys kate, kate cunningham paolo benchero franz wagner mm-hmm. you know cole anthony like there's a lot of really good young talent and then we still have the ogs like the steph like kd mm-hmm. uh you know like 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 lebron um so it's it's it, it, it's fun and you know what if you just if you're a fan of basketball you you can appreciate mm-hmm. uh the nba but well, right now still too early to to do anything just ggs when it comes to betting because it is it is it's it's, yes. it's, a, it's a war zone out there i feel <laughs> niggas don't bet on basketball i feel like that's the worst it's, sport it's the worst on. but it, you know what sucks I like is betting like, on my team because I know, that's the team that i'm most confident in you know trends. basketball i know basketball than, like than like that i that i know my left hand and it's like yo like i know this 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 and this is supposed to happen and when this this and this doesn't happen i'm like nigga i feel more comfortable better basketball than football 
I like betting football better. But just I mean, because, I know, I just know anything can happen I know, in football. I, I know football better. That's why. Like, like I feel like every time I get these locks in football, then some random bullshit hey. happens, and then I'm upset. Paolo's points every night. Paolo's points <laughs> every night. Every night. That shit gonna cover. That shit probably gonna cover 71 out of 82 games. Bro, dead ass. That nigga shit was at like 16 and a half the, the other night. That nigga been averaging like 20. Bro, his plus, plus 20 is only was at plus 100 tonight, and I didn't take it stupidly. Well, you know. I, Jalen Green is also a, a lock for 20 points every night because that nigga just hoists up shots Yeah, every, uh, every single night. I mean, he's night. the main nigga down there. <laughs> he just beat throwing up shots, bro. Uh, last thing I wanted to say on basketball is um, something I thought about recently, that people need to have the same respect and energy for Dame Lillard as they did for Anthony Davis every year before he won that ring. Because motherfuckers talk about Anthony Davis being this player and this talent and all of these things. This motherfucker cannot finish a season healthy. And Dame has had more team success on a team by himself. And even, like, you can talk about the accolades. I don't know how many All-NBAs Anthony Davis has. I feel like he's a good amount. But at the same time, this man cannot finish a full season. So I'm just saying, people need to have the same energy. 80s team did beat Dame's team in the playoffs, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. But oh yeah, again, what? How many? Like, what is the success? We saw that we we can't sit here and talk about Anthony Davis and all that when we saw he did not have the team success when it was his team. Yeah, I so. mean, low key, I think around the league, Dame gets that respect. No, I no, I think around the league, him yeah. being on that seventy-five list is enough of a reason. Yes, for you, for, 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 for I think the, around for, the league for the respect. Wasn't level. AD on that list too? Jesus Christ, AD yeah. was there. Jesus um, also, all right, last last thing. Did you guys see the comments that uh, Carl Anthony Towns made after the Yeah, about Anthony Davis? About Ant Edwards? The nerve of Carl Anthony Towns to complain about Ant Edwards eating too much Popeyes. Like, dog, if it wasn't for him, that would still be a bottom three team. Let's not do that. Dog, Ant Edwards is still built like... He'll still dunk on your head. (laughs) Still one of the best, you know, pause, but still one of the best, most physically dominating athletes in the league right now. Like, yeah. He, the, the reason for your team not playing to its caliber is because Ant Edwards wants to eat Popeyes and has nothing to do. You traded for with, Carl. Uh, not, you traded for uh, Rudy Gobert, and somehow your team is still in dogfights with teams that are actively tanking. But yes, but no, it's definitely yes. because it's definitely because Anthony Edwards got the, the, the three piece extra spicy. Mm-hmm. Definitely because of that. I yeah. hate like this is such a faux leadership type of thing, bro. Like, like Pat Bev gassed that man up too much. Like, bro, like I get it. You're the you're like. You're one of the faces of your franchise. But it's not your team. Yeah, I know. But, but, like, yo, like, you don't have to be that. Not everybody can be a Kobe-type leader, right? Run your own race, man. You don't lead have the how, facilities for that big man. Lead how, lead, look, sometimes it's leading by example. You, If you go out there, you bust your butt, you give 24 and 12 every single night, that's leading by example. Sometimes the, the vocal leadership doesn't have to come from you. Sometimes the vocal leadership isn't even from the superstar. Like, we, we probably saw it last year with Pat. Pat Bev was definitely one of the leaders in that locker room last year. Pat Bev probably averaged, what, three points a game? But he, he scored more points than Carl Anthony Towns in the playoffs. But Sorry he, know, but he knows how to lead, to, to mm-hmm. galvanize a locker room, how to rally the troops. Look, certain, certain shit you could just say to your teammates and certain shit you just don't have. And to call to call him out in a post game like that is is weak, bro. It's, 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 it's super it's, weak sauce. It's, it's not being a good teammate. Just it, it just sucks at how much I like. You know, like, I've always liked the Timberwolves. But, like, this man, Carl Anthony Towns, just makes me not like them. Like, I don't want to cheer for a player like that. I don't. Like, that shit is terrible, bro. Like, you're talking about him thinking he's a shit, calling out all these people and all this stuff like that when you were the one who didn't show up in the playoffs. Hmm. Mm -hmm. But we move on to uh, the other American sport. Yeah. um, Football. 
Week, week. I ain't gonna lie. Football, we gonna fly through it. Please. We just gonna talk about whatever we gotta talk about real quick. We gonna go through primetime picks and then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Anyhow, um, real quick, I just wanna highlight a couple things. Yes. First thing, Jets is 5-2. and two. Probably the biggest surprise in the league right now. Justin, how do you feel? A bigger surprise than the Giants being 6-1? and one? Yes. Absolutely a bigger surprise than the Giants. I think they're yeah. both. I, I feel like they're both equally no. as surprised. Justin, really? No. Because yes, I feel like they still got to play the NFC East, which generally isn't really good. Right. Y'all so. still got to play. Yeah. The, the, y'all still got to play our division. We're which, literally getting through the toughest part of our schedule. But the thing is, they knew that you knew you were going to be six was, and one. No, no, no. It was a question of uh, when I, Saquon came back, but they knew they had a bona fide star. Okay, that, uh, that, right? that that's fine. You can have a star, so a star and still can win suck. You games. I know, but a star can also look, win look, you look, games. Look, look, the Panthers. Panthers suck, and they have Christian McCaffrey. It, ironically, they win <laughs> when they trade him. But shout um, out PJ. Shout out PJ. Yo, Temple Legend. Facts and shout out to PJ because he got that starting job right now, regardless mm-hmm. of whatever happens with the other two niggas mm-hmm. out there. He got. Let's he only see. got that certain job because it's a black head coach. We all know that. Nepotism working in our fucking favor. Let's go. Let's right. go. Um, Saints, Cardinals, two teams that are not good. The Cardinals are on fraud alert every week. Defense is absolutely garbage. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, did y'all see the shit of him and Kyler arguing? Yeah. Huh. That shit was OD, Calm and it was down. mad funny. Yeah, I got I to um, send you TikTok if you're going to see it. But, uh, yeah, frauds, you guys got anything? Quick thoughts on that game? No. Uh, no, I'm just surprised at how, not say powerful, but how much scoring the Saints put up with all the pieces they're missing. They're on their backup quarterback. They don't have their best wide receiver. Yet they're still putting up like 25 plus points a game. Their best wide receiver is Chris Olave. Like, yes. Michael Thomas is a... No, I'm saying... But, no, but you know what I'm saying, though, yes. right? Like, like, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Chris Olave is their best receiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, we'll continue. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 that's very surprising. Um, I got to mourn my team really quick because we lost Brees Hall and AVT. It's crazy. Yeah, ain't, ain't that AVT is out for the season? For the season, bro. Oh, I know Torn he's hurt. Oh, um, arguably, rough. easily the most versatile offensive lineman we had all season. Probably in like the in recent memory. They just moved him around the line. He was fi- yeah, solid he everywhere. everywhere. How the uh, fuck did Nick Mangold and fucking DeBrickshaw Ferguson play all those games consecutively? Because them the niggas fuck? is them. Yeah, literally. They, it's they a different are, breed yeah. of O-line. It really is a different breed of O-line. You got like, that. You got Marshall Yonda. Like people like them, like they just nah, they, they, they do their job. They sit Joe, there. Maga Joe Thomas, Maga Joe Thomas. I mean, he didn't miss a game for years in Cleveland. Like that was the only good thing about their team. Yeah, you know what's funny? Whenever they retire, they get mad skinny. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, shit. Nah, Nick Mangle's still kind of big. <laughs> All the Ravens like linemen, like one champ, like Marcianda retired, got skinny. Matt Burke, who was our um, Super Bowl winning center. Mm. Immediately, like retired after they won the Super Bowl, mm. lost like 130 pounds and is now like a diet person of just being shredded and super lean. Damn, that's like, good for him. Yeah, crazy. All right, uh, Browns, Ravens, rough. Um, offense, fire Greg Roman, please, please, fire Greg Roman. Damn, like there you go. I've been saying it forever. Listen, we're gonna say, oh, the offense started off hot and has been dog shit since then, and we can't keep letting the one really good play that he does, that one special play a game, be enough of a reason to not fire that man for the mediocrity that is the rest of the offense. Not also, it. Lamar does need to play better because he's missing a lot of things. Yep. But at the end of the day, the offense is doing us no favors. Not a second half team. That's all I gotta say. I've been consistent in that. And yeah, not a second half team at all. Lamar had a lot of touchdowns in the first three weeks. Not a lot of touchdowns the last three weeks. Offense has been absolute dog shit. And again. The defense makes adjustments at halftime. The offense does no such thing. Ravens every other week, people. Only on odd weeks, and I'm not lying. They <laughs> the only way, win on odd weeks. It's week eight, so. So take, well, hold on. 
but they lost. I mean, they won last week, so I don't know. It oh, it's the same fun. week. They won? They won last week? They, they no, beat he's the saying because it's in the same oh. week. We're in the same week. <laughs> it might be dicey. Ah. And they're one-point underdogs on the road. I don't know. Just saying. Trap game, stay away. It's been win-loss, 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 win-loss all season. All right, Falcons back. Do you have anything? No. All right, Falcons, Bengals. Good Falcons Lord Bengals. Almighty, yeah. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Yeah, anybody that was saying that they got Super Bowl hangover, yeah, they. they it's the next day now. It's the next day. I'm upset, though, because that offensive line is still not it, though. It's still dog shit, but they they working it out. Falcons were 6-0 against the spread, and of course I took them, and of course they get blown out. I even teased it up two points oof. to eight and a half. Yeah, I know I know Joe Burrow was going to go God mode. That was, oof, that was, that was, that was crazy. Uh, Lions Cowboys. Lions Cowboys. I'm uh, disappointing on the Lions side, but not that disappointing because I have no idea what the hell is going on. Earth. Um, yeah, Zeke is low key done. Tony Pollard is the next nigga there. Um, don't pay, don't pay running backs, guys. Yeah, Except he did have for, two touchdowns though. He did all the short yardage things, and all oh, my hey. all my Mavs people on Twitter were all like. I don't understand why we don't just put Zeke in short yardage situations. It's almost like it works. Hey, it's like Brees Hall and Michael Carter. It was making it just whatever. Yeah, I think it's a little more than that. Um, all right, Titans Colts. Um, Jesus Damn. Christ, they done, the they, they done bench Matt Ryan for some nigga I never heard of. Matt nope. Ryan is a former MVP. Was was this the dude? Was it them or was it Washington who had a backup white boy who was just running and was cooking people? I think that was Heineke. Nah. No. No. So it might be it might be the Colts backup no, white boy who was. I, I have no idea who the Colts backup. Uh, it was someone who was run. No, it was Miami. It was Miami had a white boy playing in preseason oh, who was. Yeah, who the was, one that came to play and played against the Jets. Yeah, um, but we're gonna see whatever the Colts thing is. Also, Frank Wright needs to get fired. I don't know how long we're gonna continue to make excuses for him. I will um, say this: this is my only this is my only in defense of him. My only thing. That nigga's had five different starting quarterbacks. I know. That's, that's got to be an organizational and, and also, shit. And also, John, if we being very fair, look at the five quarterbacks. Carson that he had. Wentz, Phillip Rivers, uh, Wash, uh, Jacoby Brissett. What? Yeah. Uh, he had one year of Andrew Luck, which was, was Jacoby the- <laughs> Brissett the best quarterback he's had since Andrew Luck. <laughs> no, don't don't do Philip Rivers like that. Phil- no, no, don't do Philip Rivers. Rivers. They got to the they playoffs. They were solid under Philip Rivers. They got to they got. They to just the happened playoffs. to play Joshine up in uh yeah in Buffalo. Yeah, Philip Rivers also tough. just never was that guy. Give um, this man a quarterback. I promise you. Yeah, but the quarterback not fixing the offensive line. It's not fixing the offensive scheme. The offensive that, line that's is why fun. I'm saying that, but they got nah, some. They got this some, man is getting sacked, bro. Right. Oh, it's about this Matt, man is getting Matt, sacked. Matt, they have not fixed that offensive line really like that. The defense is. That's the reason Andrew Luck retired. Defense got injuries. Yeah. Like I'm telling, it's an organization. Like there, it's mostly a blame on the fault on the GM. That's fair. Also, Jonathan Taylor has looked very, very mid this year. Yes, yeah, because the offensive line has been garbage. They got Matt Ryan to try and throw the ball more, and then they're down in all these games, so they can't keep running. Eh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Falcons be down in a lot of games. They just keep running the ball, and they still end up. But the Falcons <laughs> being not there. playing for nothing. That's why. Hey, they plan to, to 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 keep the spread. That's what they playing for. All right, uh, Packers Commanders. Jesus Christ! Boo! Packers is Packers is I, done. Big meat. They suck. I feel bad for <laughs> they Aaron Rodgers. I don't point, feel bro. bad for that's Ayu, why they're Ayahuasca medicine. Aaron Rodgers. Hell no! I wish Vegas kept the same energy for my Giants that they do for the Packers. Because the Packers is eleven point underdogs going into Buffalo next weekend, mm. and they probably are gonna get killed. They're probably they're gonna get killed next week. That's just gross, man. The defense hasn't been defensing. The offense is looking like absolute dog shit. Um. Nothing is going well. Do you know how bad in that Green is? Bay. You know how bad it is that they're talking about they're looking at Kenny Galladay? 
Yeah, that's that's not that's not what you want. I was gonna say, yo, the, when the Steelers went up to Buffalo this year, they were fourteen point underdogs. So you're telling me that the Packers are only three points better than the Steelers <laughs> right now, going facing the same opponent? Yeah, that's nasty. Um, Bucks Panthers talk about another team that fell off the cliff. I love Shannon Sharp talking Tom every Brody. week about about Tom Brady playing like a landfill. Hey, because that shit is. Trash. They are real, dude. If it three took, points to the Panthers. If it took me twenty, if it took me twenty plus seasons to be ass, hey, that's still a win. Bro, that's still they, a win. But you're not celebrating that until you retire, because you're still trying to bro, win games. Go I'm save your family. Leave this football Fact, shit bro. alone. Imagine losing <laughs> yeah. your family to lose to the Panthers. To, to probably bro, have a bad I'm gonna season. Be, <laughs> I'm going to be very consistent in what I said with the NBA, and I'm also going to say it with the NFL. These old-ass quarterbacks in the NFL, they're done. Aaron Rodgers is done. Tom Brady is done. Drew Brees, he got ahead of the game, and he retired. Yep. Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady, y'all niggas need to do the same shit. Basically. Oof. I'd say go be family men, but you guys hate but your Aaron family. Aaron Rodgers also won MVP last year. Yeah, that should have went to Tom Brady, but, but that's a whole other conversation. Should have went to Devontae Adams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, see, that's why I fuck with you. Yes, but like, dog, like it is, it is bad. Like the, but at the end of the day, the offense has no real talent. They got Aaron Jones. Yeah, that's their talent. That's, AJ Dillon is talented, but they're not using him really. Yeah, but I mean, like, so listen, the offense is. We're talking about organizing thing. Not I am them not here for that Allen Lazard erasure. Un, unless you get lucky, you're never gonna get anything like Devontae Adams. Again. I understand that, but they don't even be drafting receivers to at least do the play the numbers game. Fair enough. All right. Um, yep. Bucks Panthers is fucking madness. Uh, shout out to PJ. Um, I don't know what the Bucks are going to see. That's why I, I have a strong feeling this game is going to be gross. I do think it's a trap game, but I also am hoping that the Ravens can find some footing. Lamar, uh, Lamar being back in Florida, he likes the warm weather. Um, speaking of Devontae Adams, Raiders Texans. Uh, the Raiders finally won a game, and it had to be against the Texans. And there we go. Yuck. The Raiders are still not a good team. Anything, guys? Um, nope. All right, Giants-Jags. Shout-out to the Giants. Um, Yo, shout-out to all the home fans that came through. Um, my son, my son Etienne had a really fucking good game. Um, Dave Wall, he just continues to coach his ass off. I don't know if y'all peep, but that that that's it for me. It's Dayball. Dayball is winning these games more so than Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones was I just know, a man. conference. I know, man. Daniel Jones was playing real well. Da- was- da- da- no, but Daniel yeah. Jones was just a conference player of the week. And I'm gonna give him his flowers. But this is this is Dayball's. This, this is this is Dayball's thing. All we need. I'm not even asking for a wide receiver one. Like I just need somebody like Hunter Renfro. That's it. Florida is really New York part two because you look at every New York team that goes down to play in Florida. It's all it always feels like a home game. There was so much blue. Yeah, it's just like whenever the Yankees play in Florida. Yep, like yeah, it's yeah. all the retired cops. Or when they, when when the Knicks go down to play like the Magic yeah. or the Heat. Like there's just mad New York. All the down retired, there. all the so. retired government workers. <laughs> they move down to Florida with a pension, and Set. then they just and then they put a Yankee flag on their lawn, and then they vote Republican. And then they wait for their teams to come play. Sal from Canarsie. Exactly. <laughs> um, Jets Broncos. Again, decimated by injuries. The Jets defense is is legit. Sauce mm-hmm. Gardner is him. I don't care. I'm going to keep saying it. Sauce Gardner is. I'm going to go out on the you're limb. You're talking about <clears throat> AFC Defensive Player of the Week, Sauce Gardner. The very one. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not Rookie of mm-hmm. the Week. Mm-hmm. AFC Defensive Player of the Week, Sauce Gardner. 10 tackles, 4 pass deflections, including 2 huge ones late in the game uh, to seal it. Uh, that and is also leading in the league in um, passes, passes defended. defended. 
uh yes he is him reincarnation of revis don't care he is the i will say this right now he is a top three cornerback in the league right now trayvon Diggs stinks i don't think this is not a good cornerback i know the only people i'd have over him right now patrick certain i still got to give him props and uh oh why am i blanking on this nigga's name team team, hmm? team. team. i'm uh, colors can't even think right now division can't even do it. Okay. My mind is drawing a blank, but I know he's out there. But yeah, Sauce Garner, top three. Zach Wilson, just I need more, but right now, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, and he's doing the most he can with no offensive line. So. Zero, zero turnovers in three straight games. I'll take it. Uh, yet the passing yards and the stats will come. Elijah Moore, stop being a selfish me first person. I would like Elijah Moore. Um, I'll trade him to you, but what? I want the quarter. I want apparently the. I want guys, the running back. Apparently, you got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Elijah he knew Moore exactly. Elijah Moore for Lamar, straight up. <laughs> straight up. Who says no? <laughs> Apparently, you guys uh, wanted a fourth-round pick for Denzel Mims. So that's a bit steep. Um, I can't imagine what Elijah Moore would get after that. Uh, Seahawks, Chargers. Um, what is good with the Chargers, bro? I mean, listen, this is what I was what trying to tell niggas. Chargers? Is that this on, is on paper versus reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, that. Like it's real shit. You know what the Chargers' point differential is this season? Minus 25. And I get it. Justin Herbert, his ribs is fucked up. It's evident that his Mm -hmm. ribs are fucked up. If you're hurt, don't fucking play. Yep. That's it. I don't want to hear it at the end of the day. You know what this feels like? This feels very, like, deja vu for the Chargers because you're going to have Justin Herbert, who is surrounded by, on paper, all this talent. And I flash back to those mid-2000 Chargers teams where Phillip Rivers was surrounded by all that mm-hmm. Hall of Fame talent on both sides of the football, right? You had Antonio Gates. You had LaDainian Thomason. You had Seymour on the other side. You had Quentin Jammer. You had Antonio Cromartie. And yet those teams never did anything. It, it feels like that's what uh, the future is in store for Justin Herbert if Oof. he sticks around there. Yeah. Now listen! Fucking that's cool, Jay motherfucking boy, though, nigga! Right? No, he's still my boy. Um, Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, JT, you done said it better than anybody. And guess what? Raiders are... Raiders are two and four charges of four and three yeah even that's the thing you can't even sit here and be like the defense has been playing great so once keenan allen comes back and jay herbo gets healthy things should work out they both got to figure it's the whole their shit coach out. their coach um, stinks wait hold on but also let's give the seahawks a little bit of credit oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. seahawks offense is fucking cooking p cow got them boys playing shout out, shout defense out. is still ass though right shout out to Jets legend Geno Smith mm-hmm. and Giants legend and huh, one game Giants legend Gino. and Chargers legend the person who broke <laughs> Eli's the person who broke Eli's record for yeah, no I'm reason saying. shout out Bob McAdoo Thanks. Um, them boys are hooping praise up for DK seems like DK is going to be out for a very long time um, Chiefs 49ers I don't think anyone was super surprised um, I was surprised the 49ers are, are honestly like their record's not going to show it because they're three and four. They're a good football team. They are a good football team. I think the I defense imagine if is they were healthy. Not playing. Yes. <laughs> um, I think the defense. That's why I also thought it was funny that they traded for McCaffrey's consistently not healthy. Um, their offense should be good and should be good whenever Trey Lance gets back next year, um, in theory. That makes um, sense with the McCaffrey thing because he's not no, healthy no, because a, of the workload that yeah, they're no, like. It's a good trade. I think it's a good Debo trade. And and McCaffrey. Yeah, it's oh, fucking. Got, I saw the thing he was talking had, about. They have the most versatile offense yes. oh, yeah. in the it's league. Debo, McCaffrey, you got Ayuk. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's you crazy. Kittle. Check. You Kittle. Check. Oh, and then you have Elijah, uh, Elijah, uh, yeah, Elijah yeah. Mitchell coming back in like a few weeks. Well, no, he's not coming back. That nigga's done. He um, done for this? Yeah. I thought he'd come back this year. He's done. He done. What was his injury? ACL. He gonna pull a Cam Akers. 
Um, how does it work that for Cam Akers? Oh, he's not. He's not. He's not Cam Akers. That nigga just uh, on the block. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steelers, Dolphins. Steelers, Dolphins. Uh, two his first game back. They're gonna be conservative. The Steelers are not a good football Mike team. Mike Tomlin turns. I don't know how he turns poop into like wine, but he somehow keeps them competitive in games. Yeah, that shit running. It doesn't make long, any sense. I don't know how long that can last. He is a good coach. He is a good coach. It's lasted long enough. I know, I, but... They've never had a losing season. It's lasted long enough. Until this year. It's going to happen yeah. this year. I, mean, yeah, I, I, think I, this year, I did I call think, it this year. You I, said no. Well, what, 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 what you I'm said saying? no. No, well, I did say no, but I'm just saying if and I know, yeah. if there was any season that yeah. it would happen, yeah. well, it was, it would either be this season or it was the season that Big They were my surprise team. To, to sneak in as a yeah, wild card, but uh, I think this is. Yeah. If there's an AFC team that fucking needs a new, like I'm not gonna say a head coach, but needs some coaching changes. Two of us need fucking offensive coordinators. <laughs> um, last Bears pass. Uh, gross. It seems like the Bears are finally letting Justin Herbert be athletic. Um, they're finally stopped trying to conform, like have him conform to everything. Fields. It's just to feel sorry. Um, they're trying to stop having him conform to what they want to do and just like, you know, maximize his talents. Um, which they put up numbers against a pretty solid Patriots defense. Um, not everything was great, but like solid game for him. You know, they got the win. They scored above thirty, and uh, that's that's pretty good. All right, anything else? Um, not Popeye substituting Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, that shit is actually crazy. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, um, only thing I want to say. There's only um, one losing division in football, and that is the NFC South. The Panthers are a game out of first place. Yep. Which is... <laughs> I fucking love it. Yo. Let the Panthers make the fucking playoffs like that uh, like that Marshawn Lynch. Oh, the 7-9 Seahawks? Yes. And then they ended up upsetting the Saints? Yes. Right. Um, Let fucking PJ go on a run like Marshawn Lynch. Logic Logic is telling me that the, that the Buccaneers will eventually figure it out just because it's, why, what, why would they not? <sighs> yeah. Cabo's yeah. not a good coach. I mean... May, I, he may, can you attest get, to that. You get... To, <laughs> <laughs> I like I see him in person. Like, you can't he, argue with him. You I'm can't. Not, I saw. I saw. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I didn't say anything. I, I saw that nigga go ten and six, and then three straight losing seasons. He's look. This this the, the roster in itself is not much different than that Super Bowl team outside of Antonio Brown, Gronkowski, and two guys that are hurt on the offensive line. How much is different from this from that Super Bowl team? They can't run the ball to save their lives. They haven't gone over hundred yards. You I think what, all you season. Heard, you heard Tom Brady playing like landfill. His number one of all time. Imagine Greatest Payton. Head involved. Imagine imagine Peyton. Manning without Marvin Harrison? Yeah, he won a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, he, won a, he won a Super Bowl <laughs> in, spite, defense, in, in spite yeah. of that. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, well, wait, 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 say, say, say it louder. Right, carried by the defense. Okay, wait, what happened? wait, time out. What happened the year before? 50-something touchdowns, right? 50 -something without touchdowns. Marvin Harrison. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. So... I, I I get what you're saying though, like I mean, but you you get you have Mike Evans, one of the best wide receivers in the league. You got Godwin back, right? They have no you, reason not. to You play have well. a solid tight end. They have in no Cameron reason Bray. not to play well. I'm not. Listen, yeah. listen. these are two inex, unexcus, not, inexcusable I, losses. I'm not. Yep. I'm not knocking what y'all saying. They lose again. Hopefully, three straight losses. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully. are they gonna cover? Hopefully, I can't. It's, it's a pickup yeah. game. It's minus one. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I mean, you know, if they're up in the, I don't even. Know. All right, Miles. I think it's time. It's time. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. It's time. Bruce Buffer. Welcome back, you guys. I know y'all miss me. Week eight NFL primetime picks. We back. I'm gonna tell y'all what. Yo, John, you had a rough, well, couple weeks. Uh, you was one and three. The rest mm. of us was three and one. We all did what we had to do. 
We bad, carry. Fo- bad football year for John. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's okay. I'm because killing another fantasy league. Well, <laughs> the, the <laughs> is, the, the first place <laughs> he's, he's like, yo, hanging his head on that. So just to give it to y'all. Uh, JT is in first place, fourteen and six. Uh, Matt and I, we both twelve and eight. John is eleven and nine. But that could all change. Cause we got four games for y'all. Let's do it. Revenge tour. So, at a, at four o'clock, we got the New York Football Giants. The six-win football giants. The Daniel Jones NFC Conference Player of the Week football giants at the Seahawks. And you already know, it's Giants every week. I'm also taking the G-Men. I will not be taking parity this week because I clearly got to make up some games. But yeah, the Seahawks ain't got no defense. Facts. Give me the big boys. The big boys? Okay. <laughs> yes, I already knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. I, too, will go with the G-Men. I can't lose this first one. Next game we got. Now, this is going to be interesting. We got a divisional one. The New England Patriots at the New York Jets. You know what? You know where I'm at. Actually, not JT. What's up? Talk to me. Talk to me. They're starting Mac Jones. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jets by a million. Woo! And by a million, I mean late Greg Zerline field goal. <laughs> hey, man, listen. You can't spell Jets without JT. I ain't going to lie. Listen, you guys are real talented, but you still feel that confident with your best O-lineman gone now? Uh-oh. Did you see what the Patriots look like against the Bears? Did you see what Matt that Jones looked like against the Bears? And we have a better defense than the Bears. All right, you talked me into it. I'm going Jets. Damn it. Nah, that was it. Nigga said that was, that was the only convincing that I need. Real shit. I ain't going to lie. You mean? I got to pick both. You know, you know, Justin, it, it, it hasn't been that often in the past couple years that the Jets and Giants have won on Sunday. It's happened about four times a season. I know, right? So I gotta, I gotta ride the hot hand. I gotta go with the Jets here. I have to go with the Jets here. Matt, talk to me. It's gotta be the Jets. Gotta be the Jets. Wow. So I can't lose twice. This is great. All right. Packers at the Bills. That's that's easy money. That's easy money. That's Josh Allen. If the Packers somehow win this then that's got to be like, God forbid someone gets hurt or Josh Allen has the flu or some shit. See, I feel like we should bet on the spread for this game. The spread is, <laughs> min- the spread is minus 11. But I'll, 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 I'll let it ride. Yeah, Bills. I'm going I'm going Bills. If the Packers win, this is their, this, is, this turns their season around. Yeah. Uh, but I, the, the, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. In case you guys didn't know, it was a week, a week slate this week. Yeah. But, yeah. Also, Gordon Hayward needs to grow his beard back and change his hair back. He literally went back to the the I'm a rookie in Utah hair and looks fucking ridiculous. Maggie yeah. Hayward, we we not yeah. jacking that. Um, you know what? Give me um, give me Joshine, yo. Give me Joshine. I'm rocking with him, Maddie boy. You know, it's two things: it's Bills every week and Raiders every week. Well, there you go. Ooh. There you go. So I, now Boo. I can't I can't lose thrice. This is wonderful. Now this last one is gonna be interesting. We got. The Cardinals at the Vikings. And you know what? The Vikings, of all the 5-1 teams, because, oh, well, 6-1 teams, 
well, no, they're five and one because they didn't play last week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're frauds. I'm calling it out. Give me the Cardinals. The Vikings are not a good team. The Cardinals are a worse team. Give me the Vikings. What time is this game? Um, it's in Minnesota, so I would assume one o'clock. Oh, one o'clock? Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins at one p.m. Best quarterback you'll ever see. I'm going to try to pull ahead of Miles and go Vikings this week. Wow, that's it. I was the only one with a different week. This, now this one I can lose. So. And honestly, man, y'all following along with us. This shit, this shit heating up. We're all close. All right, guys. After missing a week, we wanted to wait till we were at full strength for our newer anime segment, which uh, I think we're going to call Weeb Weekly. So each week we watch... Um, a current week-to-week show that is ongoing. Uh, we're doing Chainsaw Man, and um, because we didn't have one last week, we actually covered episodes two and three for this week. Uh, so, um, shit was lit. Obviously, I, um, I want you guys to lead the conversation. I already, I, I have read Chainsaw Man, but um, episode two, we uh, we got a little bit more on Makin, uh, Makima. We um, we got an understanding of what the job would entail. Um, we meet, uh, I can't remember his name, but homie, like the Sasuke-ass character. And uh, we see um, Denji just out here appreciating the small things in life. Um, is that Kayakama like, or something? Makayama? Yeah, something Makayama? Like, Makina? Yeah. There, there's a Y no. somewhere in there. Makima. It's the M Maki- and a Y in there. I thought it was like Makayama or something. No, Makima's the, the woman. Yes. Yeah. So who are we talking about? The, the dude. Hayakawa. Hayakawa. There you go. What's it, his first name? Aki. All right, we calling him Aki. Oh, hating ass nigga. Tobias. Yeah. We're going to call him Tobias. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Tobias for the rest of this uh, Weeb Weekly. So, um, but yeah, how are you guys feeling? Uh, do you guys want to just talk about the two episodes together? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Easy. No, I think that's that's um, Loki. All right, so do it for real. two and three. So we saw that. Um, we really just saw about how simple Denji is. Like he literally just wants to touch a boob, is looking for meanings uh, to make just his life like feel me complete. for real. Um, yeah, yeah just, that was the theme is, of the week. Is, honestly, is, just if, this, if I was an anime character, high key Loki, I'd probably be Denji, except I shower. Yeah, and I'm not Asian. Well, now he can shower every day. Well, yeah, now he can yeah. shower. Well, um, but well, I feel like I'm also not as tall as him. He looks tall. That's fair. Denji looked like a good six foot one. I don't think. I would say like a five eleven. Oh wait, sorry. This is Japan. Yeah. Yeah, Denji good five ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's still taller than me though. <laughs> You're right. Nigga said that. Um. So, yeah. Uh. We met Power. Um. We find out Power is kind of similar to Denji. Um, because she is a fiend, so she is when a, a, a demon right. <laughs> a demon takes over a corpse, um, and usually their head changes. Uh, she's a blood demon. I'm oh, sorry, a blood yeah, a blood demon. Um, she's different, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, she also has some personality things, and we find out that they're on a task force that's experimental that Makima's in charge of. That is basically um, to see if they can be useful while not being humans, and if they find out they're not useful, or they're trying to run away, they're just gonna kill them. Um, so it's really kind of learning about those interactions now through the main cast, and that's what these episodes were. And uh, the episode finished with phenomenal fight scene. Um, again, something that I saw about talking about how Mappa put all the 3D animation things to bed that came up during Attack on Titan in this fight scene. Uh, it was phenomenal. It looked great. It was suspenseful uh, when he fought the bat and stuff like that. So, yeah. guys, 
How you guys feeling after these two episodes? Nah, I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie. Denji is something. It's something to fuck else. And I was saying this all through when we're watching because we're live watching this together. This is you know we, when we do ABC, we watch it separately. Um, Denji is like that. Like he's a good protagonist. Like he's not. He's not like a lot of the anime protagonists that protagonists that you, that you would think. To the point where his foil is not even. I, I would. I would argue. I, I haven't seen um, Haya. Whatever his name is. I. What is Aki? it? Deba- yeah, Aki. Tobias. Tobias. <laughs> we haven't like seen arrested that. development. Tobias. We no, have like the old hating ass nigga on the slave plantation. Tobias. Ah, <laughs> Freeman episode. you're right. You're right. Tobias. Yes, indeed. Um, and obviously we haven't seen we haven't seen his full power yet. But you saw how he reacted when um, Hakimo basically told him, like, uh, or Makimo basically told him, like, yo, demons go by, you know, the strength of whatever their object is. This nigga is a chainsaw. And that nigga reacted like, huh? Like, what's about, like, what the fuck he about to do? And you see it every time. He don't pull it out in every episode. You know what I'm saying? But he he do, he do. He I do. like how in this universe that um, when his power activates, it actually hurts him. It's something he has to think about. So many like characters will do some ridiculous transformation on their body. Like thinking about Aaron, like his wounds heal fast and all that stuff and he transforms and then it's on to the next and it's fine. Where it's like with him, he goes, yeah, when the chainsaw bursts through me, they kind of hurt. And then I have to think about the blood loss that I have to go through. So like, I don't really like to use it unless I have to. Right. Mind you, he only used it at this point. He's only used it once or twice. Yeah. Um, I also like, um, in the beginning here when, uh, Makima says that Pochita didn't die and is actually a part of him and she's like and not in a sentimental way like he literally is alive as her heart um so I feel like that's something that is relevant uh again like I read this a long time ago so as much as I do know major plot points there's a lot that I forget so don't take me um, a lot of like all my thoughts as foreshadowing or things like that oh of course no, um, no, no. I get it um, but yeah I'm, yeah. I, I'm definitely fucking with, with once again Denji Denji is an, as a as a main character even mm-hmm. like when you go through the first episode like he was just fucking like, like when when homie was trying to bully, bully him while he was trying to bully him he was like yo listen no bro. he just kept hitting him in the nuts bro he just got up and said yeah like nigga I'm just gonna kick you in the nuts till you fold basically like and big country is in the crowd for this game I just saw him in the crowd um <laughs> um but yeah low-key like he's he, he's like that he's not a, he's not a bitch protagonist he's one of those protagonists that is easily that's that is you're able to like because you know his mission isn't anything but something stupid and on top of that he shit. just he just wants the simple things he just wants to eat he's just happy that he got a bath you know it's he wants friends and he wants to grab a titty right and i mean who can't relate to that just saying just like me for real uh matt you got anything um yeah i mean i definitely agree but i'm also i don't know i feel like the third episode kind of left me unsure about what's gonna happen next like Mm. i don't know there, there was like no strong cliffhanger i feel like you didn't like which i guess is a good thing but I'm kind of curious to see how his relationship with power develops because I'm assuming she's going to still be alive. I would think. Um, that's my thought. And like, she's going to get her cat back and it's all going to be fine. And like, their relationship is going to change significantly, especially now that she knows he's not really just a human. Right. Especially because it's he, she, um, Denji's a human that saved her life. She thought yeah. she was, she was gone. 
what I'm saying? But also, like, she kind of didn't really put up a fight either. Like, once she saw that the cap, mm-hmm. you know, was, was going, she was just like, all right, fuck it. But, yeah, Denji still pulled her out of there. So maybe now she'll have more of a respect for Denji. Probably not. But, you know, one would think. I just feel like there's so many different ways that this can go now. Yeah. It's like, so, super open-ended, which I guess is pretty cool. Yeah, indeed. Um, That just reminds me, like, uh, so you said uh, you, you called Aki um, the antagonist while we were watching. So now that we finished episode three, um, do you still feel that, like, like, who do you feel is a foil? Who do you feel is an antagonist? Like, what are your thoughts about those? Are they the same as when you were watching? Like, do you think that the way he's always kind of out to get him? Um, as the knockoff Sasuke character, do you still feel like he's the antagonist? I kind of do. I kind of agree with Miles. Oh, that was for you. That was for me. Yeah, you were the one who called him the antagonist. I apologize. <laughs> well, I called him the antagonist at first, but then I corrected myself and I was like, you yeah, know, that's more- why I'm asking. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. I would say that less of an antagonist, more of a foil. Okay. Right now, I like that's that's kind of where he's at because I don't know where Aki's intentions are. So mm-hmm. I, you know that. So to me, um, I feel like they're, I feel like in this thing, they introduced power as a foil because they showed her backstory there of the, when she, I guess she first became a human, it was just killing everything in sight and the relationship that she had with the cat. And then the moment she looks at him and goes like the, what you said, where you felt like you couldn't like pet Pochita anymore. She's like, I understand now. Like I understand it and it sucks. Yeah. Um, so like what Matt said about like, I'm curious about how that relationship is going to develop as well. Um, and I, I just think it's gonna gonna be tough to watch. I, I I didn't really think about it, but I do like um what you said about uh like they really can go anywhere that they want at this point. That's so why I feel like it was a good place to end. Justin, are you gonna contribute anything? Oh, you guys are having such riveting conversations. I didn't want to mess You guys you guys you guys have a good back and forth flow going. I mean, uh, how much more can I add except for Damn that nigga really me for real. Um, nah, this is uh this is good. I I I thought we got a lot more plot. I'm very interested to see the dynamic between um Denji and Power. Um, I'm also very interested in Power, like how that whole thing came to be because yeah. mm-hmm. she's a fiend, right? How did they? And and so it's obviously a devil. So why is this devil now working for the humans? I mean, we kind of got a little bit of it when. They were like, oh yeah, she wanted her her cat back, and uh, and they said that he's a fiend, but like she showed high rationality. So she's like one of them smart devils, I guess. One of them upper echelon, them gifted program devils. Mm-hmm. Um, why does she? And also, right? So why does she look, or he, whatever the demon is? Why do they progressive it? Uh, why do they look like a regular human, talk like a regular human, act like a regular human? I know he, they're on the higher plane, but we saw the fiend in the other. I think it's um, I think it has to do with the fact that she's a blood demon versus mm-hmm. like the other one. It looks like an octopus or an ant or some shit like that. You know what I mean? And they said that the only thing that changes is the head. So um, I guess like the way they changed was the horns, right? So mm-hmm. it's just because she's a blood demon, there is no like, you know, other characters of blood other than the liquid. And then what's also interesting is like they said like when uh makima is in the car and she's like yeah it's kind of interesting that we name devil names the scarier the name the more threatening the devil Mm -hmm. like uh pencil demon isn't scary but like a car demon is scary or devil is scary because like oh you could get run over like Mm -hmm. does that mean there's just devils for like devils can possess like anything i mean shit we saw the sea cucumber double so we gotta we we could get guitar devil this begs the question what is the dick demon 
but see, Matt, you, I mean, you're we, way ahead of me. I mean, he brought, up, he brought up the nut devil. He was like, he got attacked by a nut devil. That was hilarious. <laughs> Mans don't play fair, but hey, look. As, honestly, it's Tobias's fault. Because he said, yo, this is how I fight. I kick people in the nuts. And he didn't listen. And he got kicked in the nuts like 12 yes. times. It's crazy. Yeah, um, this is very interesting. Also, yeah, old girl with the eyes. She got them demon eyes. Makuma? Um, yeah, Makuma. I don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, this is like the only uh, anime so far right now where nobody is embarrassed of having a flat chest. So kudos to them. Um, and what else? Yeah. How I, do you guys feel about Aki as a character? Um, and like, what do you what do you think? The, it's any thoughts about what he's going to be like in the upcoming? He's going to he's going to save him. I told you he's going to he's going to easy. We hate him now. We're going to hate Tobias now. But he's going to come through in the clutch later on. I feel I've you obviously know, but it's just in my opinion from a, it always starts out like this. The nigga that don't want you on the team. Uh, he's going to be dead weight. He, he's not bringing nothing to the club. He's a fraud. Not then he's going to some gained respect midway through. And then at the end, I bet you he sacrificed himself for Denji. I bet you. I'll bet all of Miles do rags except for the some silver one. Fushi girl shit. <laughs> that he sacrificed himself to the dick demon. Hey yo. <laughs> no, nah, not the di not not that one, Matt. The demons that was on Tory Lane's uh, <laughs> you know, the the quarantine Instagram. radio. You know, we got a demon on. <laughs> yo. This is alright. That is a nasty big yo. I'm sorry, ESPN nasty for that. That's disgusting. You know what they did? <laughs> yeah, they like, come on, they knew what they was doing. They are so oh, nasty for that. Showing Ben Simmons, this nigga's not even in the game. Your, yo, big, your big three is none of them niggas in the Patty game. Patty Mills got to no, be in that KD's shit. there. I just saw. Oh no, that's not him. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Put the bench in. <laughs> all right. Nah, but um, you guys got anything else? Nah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Can he only have three chainsaws? That's only we only seen three chainsaws. Just, just his arms just, and just his head. head that's and all we've seen. No legs, no penis, nothing. Okay. All right. Just uh, yeah, just. Also, actually, I want to bring up one more thing. Talk to us, Matt. I I don't know if this is consequential or maybe it was just like totally brushed over. But when he was fighting the bat and the bat was like calling him weak for saving the humans mm -hmm. but then he threw the car with the dude in it mm -hmm. like did he know he was going to be able to jump out no, no. He, he said like fuck it no he said he said why he's like why would i care about this this is a he's like this is a guy it's just some rando right i don't care about no so he, he saved the kid and he saved the woman and he was like well, why do i care about him it's a man Damn. yeah well no because the kid was, was with, 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 with his dad yeah but there was still a kid Oh, okay. Okay, I see. What you're like, doing. if it was the dad by himself, I don't think he would care. Probably as much. just been like, "Oh, yeah. dude, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. He was like uh, the Titanic to this. It's also interesting that he does <laughs> not reveal. He doesn't reveal that he is half human, half demon. So he didn't say anything to Power, mm -hmm. and he didn't say anything to the, uh, the, the Bat when he had ample opportunity to be like. Bat was like, "Yo, why your blood tastes crazy?" Yeah, I'm it's like, Bat didn't figure it out, honestly. Um, especially because, all right, and Power said something interesting, which has been sticking with me. She can smell other demon or other devils. No, Makama. Power said that too. No, Power said she can smell blood. Oh, she can smell blood. Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. But can't other devils? She said something about other devils she not wanting to fight. Feel they her can presence. Feel her presence. So niggas can't feel Denji's presence. They can't feel Pochita. I guess not. And why they give the dog a Spanish name? I know Ruben had something to do with this shit. I know he did. No, and I know he's gonna tweet me about this too. 
Nigga's name is Potita. All right. Go ahead. Try that one more time. Potita. Pot Potita. Gefilte fish. Gefilte fish. So you know, el pollo loco. <laughs> all right, man. Um, that's all we got for Weed Weekly. Um, feel free join us next week. Um, we're gonna be doing episode four when it comes out next week. Uh, so with that, all we got left is anime book club. Um, if you guys have been following along with us, we were watching Tokyo Revengers, and this week we did 19, 20, and 21, so we're in the home stretch of Tokyo Revengers. Um, Wait, how many more episodes? 24? Yep. Oh, wow. Damn. Yep. Um, wow. I also think we should do it because the three episodes basically just cover the same thing. more? We should do it the same as um, we just did the things, just talk about all the episodes together. Cool. Yeah. Julio, right. bro. And hopefully we... Don't spend too long. I mean, this is really. I mean, it all. I think this. Is, it makes sense for it to yeah, all be in the same spot this. because yeah, because it's, it's like it's it all one it, it all happened in the same spot. Yeah. Um. So these three episodes was essentially the full fight of um the battle on was it how August fifth? No, August, Halloween. Halloween. It is Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. October thirty first. Um, <laughs> Where you at August? I don't know. Seasonably warm. I, mean, I meant October fifth too. So I don't know what I was doing, but um yeah, bro, that shit was wild. Um, we saw them scrapping. We saw some matchups. We saw Hanma and um, uh, Draken fight. We saw Takamichi be useless. But essentially, this was the big fight. We finally see what happens if um, Takamichi is trying to prevent the future um, uh, where uh, Baji gets killed in front of Mikey and Mikey ends up killing Kazutora. But um, yeah, shit was crazy. Um, my, I'll say my big takeaways here, like looking at my notes. Uh, Tomas captains are really like that. Like Tomas big guns are really like that. They came in completely outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the scene where that's the top of the lineup right there. Facts, right? Yeah, yeah. Facts. They, they, the bench is weak. <laughs> we got a top heavy yeah, lineup. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Tell me we got Judge, we got Judge and Stanton up there, and that's <laughs> you, it. You got Judge Stanton. No, no, it's a little more than Judge you, and Stanton. Like, judge, ju- Judge Stanton, yeah, LeMayhew. 2019 LeMayhew. 2018 Glaber. 2018. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. And we got twenty what twenty nineteen Luke Voigt yeah, rounding exactly, it out. Bro. Yeah, exactly. See, that's it. <laughs> nah, man, it's um, they're like that. They're out here completely outnumbered to older people. Um, in the beginning, I was getting so frustrated with Takamichi, where it's like, bro, you're dead ass, like not paying attention. You're in the middle of a fight. You still got to scrap. Uh, and when Mitsuya tells him to get his shit together, um, and then I was out here, I was like, we need OG Takamichi to show up because at least the old Takamichi used to fight. And bro, like spinning like, yeah. back fists and all How that shit. How is he not channeled his inner Takamichi yet? Like, know, yo, man. bro, like. I'm waiting for some hidden power to be unlocked. Bro, it's, um, it's just dumb funny because when, when 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 he picked him up like that, it just reminded me of all those Call of Duty scenes mm-hmm. where you spawn into a game and it's like, get on your feet, private. And then Nick gets his head blown. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Um, it. That and um the scene where like Draken's like, all right, I gotta I gotta go crazy. Um we gotta rally the troops and Takamichi useless ass was the one who did it. And it just shows me like man's durable, man's got heart. Um my man Takamichi like, really stepped up to the plate though. I give him that. Yeah, man. Hey, he really did he step did. up to the plate. My man's was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm about to be off this pussy shit. I'm about to just run up to niggas and try start trying to knock him out. Fuck it. Okay. Him cool. running through the crowd, just swinging his oh, arms had me weak, God. bro. Yo. But like, hey, it allowed like when they looked at him, they were like, yo, Draken, like you can go do you. Like, we're good. You don't need to rally us. You don't need to protect us. Cause Draken was about to be like, all right, I gotta do everything myself. And he still kind of did, but it's different when you gotta protect people. When the rest of the squad is fighting and my son Draken just took out 30 dolo. Mm-hmm. Like that. Crazy. Um, 
Yeah, also we get to see so many people, like shout out the twins. The twins are some of my favorite characters you'll learn. I, I don't know if you'll learn more about them in this season, um, but like they're just some of my favorite characters in the show. And homie with the blue hair. Um, but my son Draken got it in the herd and him stretching in the middle of the fight like he was a fucking Dragon Ball Z character was right. fire. Oh, bro. Like he's dead ass the Hulk. Like he's just like, oh, I have an army. We have a Draken. Like, that's what it is. Like, Rocket really pulled up. this. like, damn, he just murked 10 niggas. That's why I sent y'all that picture. Like, yo, they, like, Takamichi, you had to st- take a step back and break the wall. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, he's out of pocket. He's <laughs> OD. Yeah. Um. In this, we get to see Akazatora set up Mikey um, and beat him with a pipe. That shit was wild. Like, like beat the fuck out that nigga with a pipe. I thought he was dead. That shit was crazy, man. Like, not only was the whole setup crazy, we find out those are his boys from Juvie. Um, I love how everyone just kind of acknowledges how crazy Kazutora is. Um, also, in these episodes, I found out that Chifuyu is Taraji's character in every role. Be oh, Henson? damn. Like, Taraji, yes. Damn. She is Taraji's character <laughs> in every single role. Just like how Taraji be for her man that's how he is for Baji. Damn. He really oh no yeah. I can't hit him. <laughs> Every I fucking, can't hit him. I, I, love I know him. I know I know he's good inside. <laughs> I know it. I know he had his reasons. <laughs> nigga said bro. Nigga said Baji Baji and uh and and, and what Chifuya go go together better than Taraji and Tyler Perry. Exactly nigga, nigga, bro. crazy. <laughs> Baji and Chifuyu is fucking it's fucking Taraji and Baby Boy and Jody. Yes. <laughs> Um, oh man, yo, I gotta do a deep dive into Baby Boy one day because I, I learned a lot more about that movie after this, <laughs> but we'll get to that another yeah. time. <laughs> um, also, like throughout this, like we, we see the layers of how much Kasaki set this shit up. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like that shit was clear. Um, what, what are you guys thinking? Like, we, we get Mikey going God mode when he fucking mm. kicks. Mm. Kazutora in the head while dragging the other dude. You know how niggas got like the steel toe in their boot? I feel like that would be like <laughs> Mikey's hack. Like if he put like the steel yeah. toe in his shoe. This man got rocket legs. Like literally. They did everything they could to separate him from the ground so that way he couldn't hit that shit and he did that shit anyway. That's what made Kazutora. it more impressive because they were like, yeah, we got you up on the cars because we know you're footing, an unstable footing. He was like, nigga and kapoom. This man was getting, he was like, he's picking me up with him. And knocked homie unconscious with someone else on some yeah. Hancock shit. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, Mikey, Mikey is OD. I, I fuck with this a little bit in terms of like just the anime characters because it's like they're OP relative to like each other. Like they're yes. not OP in general. Like you know what I'm saying, like these niggas just know how to fight. Like Mikey, you just know that this nigga got hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Draken, you just know that this nigga is big and he's fucking strong. But mm-hmm. it's like it's not like it, like it also it also makes sense. Shout out Mikey because he knocked the fuck out of Hama too. Hama was fo- yo was, was foaming at the fucking. Hama mouth. was like, "You think you can just say this shit is over?" It's like, "Yes, that's exactly what I think." Bro, so satisfying. Yeah, very much so. Um, I think. Oh, I was gonna say, I think Baji has a great villain voice. Yeah. Uh, we also saw Baji fucking when Baji hit Kasaki in the face, bro. Oh, that was so satisfying. Cause I was like, we got. Kasaki about to take all the credit for protecting Mikey through this shit, man. I'm curious to see how much history changes now that Baji wasn't killed, but he killed himself. Mm. How'd you guys feel when that happened? I was like, bro. First of all, when he was alive, and then when he stabbed himself. I will say one thing. Tokyo Revengers is not what I thought it was going to be. I really did think that, like, 
you know, this was about to be on some DBZ niggas is mixing niggas is fighting shit on a consistent basis. That's what I thought. Literally. And I mean, you know, these three episodes definitely gave us mm -hmm. that. Like, his niggas was just fighting. But there's a lot of context with that, too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just even the fact that, like... <laughs> Like this, like these fight, like these fight scenes have just like had so much in terms of like actual, like actual, like actual main plot. So I don't know, it, it, it's it's crazy. Um, what were you guys feeling seeing like the uh, Kasaki involvement? Were you guys expecting it? Um, did you guys think he was involved? Like till that point, I thought he was gonna stab Baji and be like, I was protecting you type shit. I didn't think Kazutora was the one who said about it. And they might have said it, but I forgot it. So what, what were you guys thinking? Like, what did you... you got, We knew Kasaki when, had to be involved. But what did you think the level of involvement was going to be? I couldn't tell. I was like... Yeah. Uh, I, I, you I was really, just waiting for him to pop up? Yeah. But I appreciate, though, that, like, Baji went, like, upon his dying breath. Like, he told um, Takamichi. Yeah, and he told uh, Chifu. Chifu? Chifu. Yeah. Chifu you. Chifu you. Told him Chief he said he water. said he said Kisaki is not the goods. Just call him Chiraji. Chiraji. He literally told him he said Kisaki is not the goods. So now it's like now we know as an audience that he's not the goods. We already knew that he wasn't the goods, but now it's confirmed. So now it's somebody else, another uh, side character knows. So it's gonna be interesting mm -hmm. to see how they navigate it. Also, bro, Baji took on fifty motherfuckers and embodied all of them except the last with one. a mortal wound. Yep. Crazy. He was Riley Reed to the shits. Crazy. Um, she had a mortal wound. Yeah, her vagina. Um. Anyways, yeah, this is a. Uh, it's just fun, action packed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's crazy. He was dead ass fighting like three people off at once just so he can keep eyes on Hanma. Um. Let's see what else. What else? What other fun things happened in this one? Uh, all the all the uh underlings in Toman were like, damn, we really suck for real, for yeah. real, bro. <laughs> it's like, yo, we getting our asses kicked. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm getting cooked. <laughs> getting cooked. <laughs> but you know what? Power of the pen. Uh, everybody finds that, you know, hidden, you know, the let's win one for the Gipper type speech. Because I didn't realize, yo, they was really outnumbered. What was it, 150 to 300? Yep. Something nah, like that. Like, winning one for the Gipper <laughs> is crazy. Shit is crazy, man. Also, a lot of those niggas on... Valhalla can't fight. Nope. Uh, they just have strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. yep. It's kind of like the Persian army against the three hundred. <laughs> it's like he's got a lot of he's got a lot of bodies, but they it's just you know they're just mm -hmm. throwing cats at the wall right now. Um, let's see what else. Mikey Super Saiyan. I don't know why Mikey always got to fight with a coat on. He's way more OP when he takes the coat off. Uh, crazy how Takamichi that ass called another nigga OP. Damn, that's crazy dick eating. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Also, can we get this nigga into a psych ward? Kazutora? For real, for real. Kazutora is a victim of the prison industrial complex. No, he's a victim of being a fucking spaz. Bro, when he killed Mikey's brother, he's like, oh yeah, this is Mikey's fault. Nigga, how? Now now it's, uh, he, it's he gets beaten. Fault. Now it's Baji's fault. Nigga, how? Take some accountability for once. My goodness. Yeah, bro. You also got to remember that they're dead like 15. <laughs> John, 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 come on. At 15, I know you had accountability. If I, I you did fuck, personally, but I, I also up, know a lot of adults that don't have accountability. Hey, 
I know one gender that I'm sorry. That you know, I mean, we're not we're not that we're not that type of podcast. I told you. Little <laughs> yo, oh my God, yo, I really be. T- <laughs> we'll talk out. We'll talk we are not that type of podcast, ladies and gentlemen. But I will say, at 15, I would assume that if yo, if you do something wrong, especially as wrong as he did, even if you had good intentions of stealing the bike, which in itself is wrong, but if your intentions were yo, I'm gonna do this for my boy, and you accidentally kill his brother. How in God's name is it his fault? For being mad at you. <laughs> that don't even make any sense. And especially because he was probably willing to forgive you. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. He needs he, he no accountability. Also, I love the fact that uh, old boy's glasses got knocked the oh, heck yeah. off of him. Good. I don't think he can really fight for real, for real. I don't know, man. He's he's a tactician, but like he get his hands dirty sometimes. Like, he's gritty. He, be, he, he even be said, he said, he said Baji was the only one that beat me. I'm just saying, on screen, he's only sneak niggas. That is we true. have never seen him that's how he 1v1 is. fight somebody. But he's strong. Because he, he also took a hit to the face with a pipe. Did he take a hit? Who, who hit Baji him with, hit him with the pipe? Yeah. And Baji's oh, a strong word. motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Baji did hit him with the pipe. Pause. Um, wow. Mikey also should be dead. Mikey should be dead. Yeah. That's power. You want to talk about power of the pen? Mikey Bro, should be dead. Yeah. How many times have you seen a nigga get the hit across the face concussed. with concussed? <laughs> His his skull should be bashed in. He Kazatura was literally doing 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 like <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah. At fifteen, his cranium not even fully developed yet. There's still probably squishy stuff in there. Nah, bro. <laughs> he probably, should be dead. There, de- there definitely is squishy stuff. In he there. should be dead. Power of the pen, but it's okay because I bangs with Mikey for real. Yeah, for real. Mikey's Mikey's a good fucking protagonist. I love how everybody, all the bystanders are like, damn. <laughs> Toman lost his fight. Mikey done for. And he was like, oh, word. Y'all that, thought I was dead? <laughs> I don't know what the you fuck they Finley. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that shit was crazy. Was anyone else frustrated when Takamichi would, like, not do anything and yes. would just get upset and yes. cry? Like, I forgot the first time. Cry baby hero, though. Yeah, the first time it happened and I was upset. Second time was, like, when he was there. Everyone's looking at Mikey. Just punch him. And I was like, go, ta-, like, before Baji even gets up. Go tackle him and try and talk to him because maybe if you started, everyone else would. Yep, pretty much. Um, like, why does he come just, on? Yeah, talk. I was to say, like, John, to your point, he just sits there and just like says stuff to himself. Oh my God, this is happening. So go stop it. Like, yeah, do something. Bro. Just don't narrate the story for us, bro. I still think he's a good protagonist, but like, that was getting me tight because I was like, I'm glad that he had the moment where he was like, shit, you're right. I can't just sit around and wait. And then he started fighting and started doing other shit. I'm I just, glad they had that I moment. I just don't get it. Like, you're a grown man in a, and you know what's happening. Like, for the most part, you kind of know what's happening. You know what you're su- what's yeah. supposed to happen. But also his mental growth was stunted by the abuse he faced in childhood. This is true. Wait, who? Takamichi? Yeah. Takamichi was abused? By the fucking gang. That's oh, why he oh, moved by, away, oh, and that's oh, why he was literally like, I oh, never made anything in my oh, life. Oh, yeah, by the gang. Oh, yeah, 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 All right, well, we got them niggas out of here, so... That's true. Boom, we got... We we, we, we killed the bad memory. Yeah. Um, so, so now, you, you, you know what you... See? And this is how I know. Bro, he that, kept saying, I couldn't do anything. Like, bro, you were right there. You didn't even try to do nothing. Bro, fight for your bitch. Damn. You know what is... You know what's at stake here. The love of your life is at stake. Mm-hmm. If you don't throw a punch... Also, I feel like there's too much standing around because there's no reason why he should have been able to go helicopter arms through that entire crowd. And both Valhalla and Toman people are just like, just like what is he doing? The fuck is this? <laughs> they just view him as so little of a threat that like just 
whoever's little brother this is, just whatever. Also, how is he the only nigga that pulled up without the Toman jacket? We talked about this last time. Why, why does he He doesn't keep... have one yet. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He's got Mikey's. But that's more of a ceremonial piece. I don't oh give a damn. God. Am I wrong? You go into war. They, they gave him the jacket before he was part of the gang. And they literally said, this is our most prized possession. No, that, that, you're going to war. W rep your set, bro. Rep your set. Bro, he doesn't have his own uniform yet. That's he, that. What is it? Well, whose uniform is it? It's Mikey. Exactly. Is okay. it his? And you don't think that, that means that shit does not say Takamichi on it. You don't think that shit would be like, oh, shit. He really pulled up with the set. Because then they would have thought he was some hot shit and he would have got, he would have died. I mean, everybody knows. Story would have been done. I mean, everybody knows that's not Mikey. The other story would have been done. They would be like, damn, he's got a fire jacket. He must be someone important. It's they would have murdered him right away. Wasn't it just Mikey's first jacket? It was the very first jacket. Yeah, the original jacket. About. So that's, and everybody's jacket looked like that, doesn't it? So he's just, he's just, he's just a nigga that just happens to say Mikey on it. But everybody knows Mikey's a nigga with the long blonde hair and the and the crazy kicks. But it's not his jacket. You understand what I'm saying? And it will look different. John, it's like if 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 I give you, you know, in the I movies, love this argument, by you the know, way. in the movies when you're like, here, take my sword. That's different. That's different. The sword is literally a weapon for battle. So is the jacket. Mikey's jacket didn't even stay on through the fight. It's not. Not yet. Yeah, that's the new Mikey jacket. This oh is the old god. Mikey jacket. Oh my god. Yeah, the It'll old Mikey jacket is. Is John, a symbol. you're not. It's like walking into the battle hoisting the American flag. John, you're not. They're not fighting people with the American flag. But you're forgetting, John. You're forgetting. Mikey's jacket will give him the strength of the Black Panther. <laughs> the strength <laughs> of the Black So Panther. he's not losing. Oh, my God. You're telling me it's not. Nah, Mikey's jacket is like the strength of the Black Panther. It's like the shoes from like Mike. What else? It's the it's the crazy fruit that Luffy it's be eating. It's not. It's it everything. is none of those things. It is, it is none a of those power. Things. It's the it's the star in it's, Mario Kart. It would be some Family Guy shit where they'd be like, "Oh shit, I thought this would give me some sort of power, but I'm just getting washed." <laughs> no, sir. Like it's exactly what it would be. Um, <laughs> what uh, other? What's some other power ups? No, stop <laughs> it. Um, also, <laughs> did you guys notice? They brought some light to Mikey's eyes at the end. They did. Oh yeah, so it was like it was like waves. Yeah, they brought some light to Mikey's eyes, man. Um, so now we know that we got a couple more episodes and we know that he didn't change, um, he, he was able to change the past. Uh, Baji did that whole ceremonial shit and I understand the symbolism and all that, but all I'm saying is if he had enough time to get up and walk over there, if they called the ambulance, when Mitsuyu first said to call the ambulance, they might've been able to save him if he stayed his ass on the ground. Too many niggas avoiding death. I'm just saying. Ain't no way this nigga should have been able to go one on 50 up a whole mountain. Well, Baji did not avoid death. Well, I'm just saying, he what? Bro, he got stabbed in the back. Somehow was able to take out 50 niggas. Where to Riley Reed? Because he liked that. And was able to, to, to take out uh, Hikisaki. Baji is like, he is I, I wanted to make a 30, years old. I wanted to make a 30 yeah, for all, 30 they, reference. They, they, all of them are. I wanted to make a 30 for 30 reference in the fact that he was a one of the greatest that, that never was because his career was cut short by something tragic. Are you telling me that this nigga is Brandon Roy? Or Bo no. Jackson? See that I didn't make it because I the was best gonna break. End, the best I never was. I was gonna say Benji or Len Benji. Bias. Or Len Bias, yeah. Um honestly Benji because he was killed by gang violence. Oh uh, it's very relevant. You Dang. see that? The sports anime is just the overlap. It's yeah. Because this man got stabbed, mm -hmm. fortunately, because of Takamichi. It wasn't too deep. Um no, it was deep, but it wasn't being stabbed multiple times. Um and took on 50 motherfuckers mm. like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, Baji's a nut. Uh, Kazutora finally realized shit at the end and took accountability, but he was about to get murdered for it. Um, 
yeah, th- these were some really good fucking episodes. And I just know there's not enough episodes. So I I think, yeah, yeah if I remember correctly, I think the next season of this comes out uh, next anime season. So it should come out at the beginning of next year. Yep. Um, I'm excited to see what they do next because, like, the, we're obviously not going to hit the next main arc in the next three episodes. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys have been liking it so far. Yeah, nah, I fuck with it. I am with Miles, though. When I did expect a little bit more fighting. Even in these episodes, I expected a little bit more just hand-to-hand, especially between uh, Hanma and uh, uh, Durakin. Mm-hmm. I just, it, it just feels too hyped up. Because Hanma's just buying time. That's all he's doing. No, I know, but you could buy time and, and have a he crazy He was just fight. trying to keep him occupied. Said, no, but he still had to run shit. Remember, he was the one who called... Um, he was the one who called Katsutora to let him know Bachi was a traitor. No, I thought I thought he I thought he was on the phone with Kisaki. Well, he called one of them. So I, either way, he had to find time to be on the phone during a fight. He wasn't trying to just square up like he squared up with Mikey in the first fight. Yes. This one, he was just trying to keep Draken occupied. See, I would have liked to see. So he was just trying to throw as many people as possible. At some point, because Hama is basically they've established Hama is the strongest. At this point, Hama's the strongest fighter in Valhalla. I need to see him either fight Mikey or fight Draken. And I need like a fight like on some like Naruto, like like Kakashi versus Obito. I get what you're saying. I know not to that extent, but like at least give me like 30 seconds of of just, you know, just just straight up hands. Because all we really got was Draken just Falcon punching him. And drop and, kicking him and putting him in a headlock. Like, and like that's that. not a fight. And yeah. like you just said, he was biding time. Yeah. So but he's also, not really like, fighting It kind of just real. shows like that Toman's number two is as strong as their number one. Who, again, we don't know who the real number one is. Or if you guys still think it exists. Well, I mean, the, that it, house? It, it, mm-hmm. oh, no, that how is number oh. one is that number one. I, I've been said that how number one is probably uh, Kisaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If not, it's just a figurehead and just, you know, just a scare tactic. But, you know, Kasaki, because, like, he's a, you saw, Kasaki was the one that went up to, to Mikey and was like, yo, I could get piled right now. You just make me number three. You know, make me a captain of the third division. Yo, that shit, when he said he can never be the captain of the third, Paz always a captain. That was, was tough. That, that hit shit deep. was tough, man. Who would have thought the emotional side of him coming from Baji? They, they're my treasures, bro. Crazy. You guys got anything else? Bunch of ne'er duels. Yeah, I, of all the ABC that we've done, this is this is like in my top three. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I, I, I'm glad. I, I, it's I like so far. I, 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 I like Tokyo Avengers a lot, and I'm very excited because the, se- the next season about to drop literally next year. So it's gonna, yeah. be, good. It's gonna be cool. Anything? That's a bold statement. Yeah, so I respect it's, it. It's in my top three. I mean, shit. In three years, I mean, he yeah. enjoys plot more than you do. So. I, I exactly. Because yeah. my my top three is definitely nowhere near. <laughs> Trust me. I bet you guys. Prison school's I, in your top three. God Prison school. Konosuba. Ooh, I forgot about Konosuba, but keep going. Slime. Slime is no, definitely up there. I would say Reserve Timer. Damn, Zero. you guys know me so well. Yeah, that's the five. You gotta either swap out Part Timer or uh, Konosuba. But yeah, that's that, that's the five. That's the five. And Akame got killed. Akame uh, got killed oh, up there too. Yeah, that's yeah, the right. only. Yeah. That's the only show y'all get me with plot. Yeah, because it had plot and titties. It had plot and titties. Yeah. Principal had plot. Principal did have plot. Principal yeah. had a lot of plot. A lot of, a lot of plot. I respect it. And niggas <laughs> with 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 uh, what do you call it? Crabs on their face. But you know. All right. Um. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. That is it for this week's episode. If you're going to continue with Anime Book Club with us, just finish up the season one of Tokyo Avengers. So episode 22, 23, and 24. Um, and you guys can follow us on all platforms at Sartobi Sports. Catch y'all next week. I got ice in my fans. 
Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.